Yeah. Nigga really made a, a song about double hop, a double homicide that you can make love to. Know your worth, King. We're going to get into it in a minute, but I'm here to tell you niggas now, this is the greatest motherfucking R&B album ever. What? This is the greatest R&B album ever. Don't talk to me. All, all podcasts, we're not talking to Spence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that wave. I'm just, I'm talking to you. All right, cool. I'm with you on that wave. This nigga tripping. Greatest. <laughs> why are you sleeping with my woman? Don't ever ask a man why he's sleeping why with your woman. Are you sleeping with my woman? This comes as no surprise. I just can't believe my eyes. He smoked that nigga though. And it was his best friend. Yeah, now let's get right into the shit. Then the third verse, my nigga was like, Why both of you bleeding so much? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Man, can you imagine? Hey, nigga. Walking in and your best friend, like grounding and pounding. This album for sure had like the most substance. Like you got a song about weed, a song about killing your best friend. It was hella dark. This was a dark ass album. Except maybe three songs? Four maybe? And he kind of gave you like everything with a cool tone. Like, (laughs) But sonically, you ain't never heard nothing like this album. Ever. This album right here was game changing. I don't know about game changing. It created a whole subgenre. It did. It was the start of the neo. So, what, did this come out before Eric Badu? Yes, we had we had this conversation, and I, and I lost we it. We did. Mm. Nigga, hold on. You hear that shit? He from the south. He took jazz. He's from Virginia, ain't he? Ain't that the South, nigga? No. This this sound like when the Pink Panther. I thought he was in the South. Virginia. That ain't the South? No. Where the fuck is it at? The Midwest, ain't it? He's somewhere from the no, South. No, Virginia, like close to the East Coast, ain't it? Yeah. He's somewhere from the South. From, I think. Anyways, you all take it from the motherfucking point. He the took. Point is, this shit sound like. He took Pink jazz. He took jazz. <laughs> and he took an East Coast sound with live instrumentation and perfected it. I don't know about perfected because he ain't had nothing after this. He, you, what he had voodoo. Okay. They, some people say it's arguably his a better album than this one. I disagree, but he still had voodoo. I ain't never heard about even bring that album up ever. Every instrument you hear on this album is from him, except maybe two. King it's shit, j- nigga. It's jazzy. Uh, is this, it is better sonically than the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill? It's not the Pink Panther theme song. I, I see why you, it has that Pink Panther vibe. I, I see why you. Man, fuck it, 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 <laughs> is, is, it, 
Is it better sonically than, than, than the miseducation of Lauren Hill? Yes. Uh, I don't know about that. And she got she has the same instrumentation. Mm, she ain't do it herself though. There's okay. a lot of people involved in that. It, it was only a couple people involved with this album. I give them kudos for having talent. The greatest R and B album ever. I never, I've never heard that uttered before. Ever. <laughs> I've never heard nobody ever say that. Before. I've said it a few times. T- today. Hey. This is the Views from the Seven podcast. I don't know what these niggas talking about. Man, this nigga. I feel like if, I, if I'm not drinking Hennessy, I don't. I'm not gonna get the full vibe of the album. Or smoking the black. You gotta be smoking the black and mild or drinking Hennessy to get the full. What? Nigga don't disrespect that nigga like that, man. What the fuck? Maxwell is still a better artist. Then the Jesus Christ. And D'Angelo, yes. I I I figured because we'll be talking about R and B today that I would get a better opinions out of y'all. I've never heard this referred to as the best R&B album ever. Like they, I'm still trying to process that. It was a good album. Yeah, nobody said it was about. Tell nobody, me another. Give, give enough. me another album that had a bigger influence. There was no turning back after this album. This album changed the game. Give me an album that had more influence. Really? That was some pop shit. That wasn't an R&B album. I, where Where did you see the influence from? Where like where did you? Okay. It did create a subgenre. I'll give him that. The way he infused, basically, well if you took his, if you took, this could be, Ooh. those beats could, what'd you say? 12 play. I know you don't want to hear it. The same, the nigga was Aaron Hall on that album. He was Aaron Hall? Are we not going to, uh, are, are we going to forget like Unknown jacked his whole him. style? Hey. I'm calling that nigga Unknown today. I ain't calling him by name. <laughs> <laughs> unknown. <laughs> Jacked Aaron Hall's whole style and took off with it. They was they was in the same like time. Did frame, he or man. did he not? They was in the same time frame. I can't say that. It's all new Jack Swing. Nigga, twelve plays an Aaron Hall album with, with an unknown new, face on it's it. It's all new Jack Swing. Aaron Hall album was and what did trash. what did tell me? Okay, and Aaron Hall has I miss you and that play. Okay, that play. Was a was people would say is a classic album. Well, what did it change musically? You heard more. Um, it was sex songs, oh, but it wasn't as. R. Kelly brought the sex out. Like it was sex what? songs. It Make was sex. It was Prince? sex songs. Are you just gonna bypass Prince? Yeah, yeah, super bypassing. I'm saying you talking about he's not the first one to ever. <clears throat> Prince Prince had the live instruments too. If we bring your Prince up. Yeah, but the way and Prince played all his, infused all his it. The way he infused it, Prince was. There's, um, there's a lot of albums that had influence. Like you were talking about influence, you could say N.W.A. had an influence. I, I, to me, that if you talking about an album that influenced a music genre, that's the most. I'm, ta- I, I'm talking about R&B. Oh, okay, I'm, we still going R&B then. Okay, me give me another R&B. album that had just influence. I don't know if this having that much of an influence, but if, if you say so, like I don't. I like it. I like this D'Angelo album. I like this D'Angelo album, but I don't know. I'm waiting. What he did. Oh, okay. (laughs) Hey, peace, y'all. This is your guy Spence, joined by. Don't do it. Don't do it. Let's say some fuck shit. (laughs) Go ahead, man.
This is skinny. Go Fuck what that nigga finna say. This is skinny. Go ahead, Follow jail. me on go Twitter. Jailbird. Skinny Junior. <laughs> <laughs> underscore 777. <laughs> Fuck what he finna say. Because he finna say some slick shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan. Mean. Hey, man, this part of the peak, man. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Young Al Bundy. Y-U-N-G underscore underscore. Uh, uh, Y-U-N-G underscore Al underscore Bundy. You know a nigga sick right now. So, y'all hear a nigga sniffling and all that other shit. Forgive me. Hey, man, I was, uh, and I had something good for you two niggas, and I forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, talk to me. Ivan, what up, man? Shit, sick. I see you got the snuffles. Sick, sniffling and shit. Uh, shit, other than that, though, I've been, I'm breathing. I'm maintaining no complaints. Skinny, 777? I, I thought the niggas finna get into his weekend. That was oh, your weekend? That, that we doing? Yeah, let's talk. Yeah, he oh, said what's going on. Uh, well, I... Part of my week, well, what did I do? Friday, I was supposed to do my Christmas movies and snacks with my Ooh. girls, but I was dead ass tired. So this weekend, I got to do two. I got to do Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Saturday, I got up early to go get the 11s. Work? Yeah, I went and got them. So you excited to dress like everybody else? I know you ain't one of them niggas. I hope you're not. I'm a, uh, you know what? For me, for me, this is like the last pair of shoes from my childhood that I didn't get to get. Like when I was growing up, my mom nigga, was these shoes and came out thirteen times. I never got, I never had them before. You know, you know, you know what it was. And like my my kids, like you know, they liked the Jordans and shit. But it was it was something that this old ass. You know, you get those old ass like, you know, they got they kind of they kind of raises people. Yeah, yeah. But you you just you know, you 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 let them talk. All right. But something stuck with me, right? So, you know, my daughter was running track, and um, we went to go get her some uh, some track shoes. And in this, it was like a he had his own business, right? Okay. So what he does is you go in there. He had you run on the treadmill for like ten seconds, so he can get the exact measurements of your foot. Okay. And he, he makes a shoe for your foot. Okay. Right. So we go in there, but before he do that. We walk in there, and my daughter goes straight to the Nikes. Of course. Right? So he was like, um, he's like, you do realize that, that is a horrible shoe to do anything in. And um, so that, it caught her attention. Now I'm listening. I'm just sitting there. I'm listening, right? And he's like, uh, yeah, you know, it's a business decision. You think the the shoes that the basketball players wear on the court, you think those are the same shoes y'all buying? Probably not. He said, um, but you know what? Um, I need them to keep uh, standing outside in lines. I need them to keep packing it out. And she was like, why? And because he said, it's good for my Nike stock. And I said, mm, damn. Yeah. And so from then on, we, you know, I did a little something soon. Bought some Nike but, yeah, man, it's just, I, I. I'm always interested now in the way we uh, but you older now. You you can do what the yeah. fuck you want to. But the kids, like you, just we don't think like that. You know, this is this is this is more like a childhood and stuff. Like I've I've never had this. But he released eleven like every Christmas. Yeah, I just like a different pair, like a different deliver. not the, not this not it's like a different colorway. But I've never as a, I've never they haven't been black and white every time. Nah, I think the last time they came out was like 2011 or some shit like that. Twelve, some somewhere around there. But I just, I personally have never had this particular pair. Like now, 
I got to make sure you put me back the black and red. But I've had those three or four times. So like next year, I can I can relax around Christmas time. Yeah. So it's just me just chasing the, just the stuff I didn't get when I was able to. I didn't able. I wasn't able to get as a kid because like my mom was a single parent. She wasn't out here. She yeah, was, yeah, yeah. No doubt. So you know, for me, it was special. And um, and my son is fifteen. He's a sophomore in high school, so he's in the shoes now. So this year, I had a little blessing come my way right before, right around right before Thanksgiving. So I was able to get my son a pair of shoes. This is gonna be the first time me and him. I get me and him both the same pair of shoes. Mm. So that was that was cool. He don't That's know. Cool. He don't know. Um, he just think, he only saw me get the one pair. So he don't know that I got a pair for him too. So that was that was a cool little thing for me. Um, what else? That's what I did with my Saturday. And then Sunday, me and my son had a, had some. We had two different conversations. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring both. You know, we, we had these little talks. This shit. Yeah, it, yeah. This shit stick with me. Yeah. So. I'm gonna bring both of them up at, at, at different points of the podcast today. All right, but just some shit. I just want to just. Okay. I was like, okay, I just want to see what the niggas in the podcast gonna think about this shit. So that was my weekend. All right, skinty. Um, Saturday <laughs> I went to uh, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> Saturday I went to a fucking like the homies lit party at the bar. It was trash. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that was the ugly sweater party. Yeah. Okay. Did you wear a sweater? They started coming in later. I did have a sweater, but I didn't put it on. <laughs> I had one in the car, but I, I never put <laughs> what it on. What color was it? <laughs> I got a red one. I didn't figure. <laughs> but I didn't put it on. It was trash? They started coming in afterwards. Like the women started. At first, it was like 50 year old big mm. girls. Hey, man, I like my fluffy. Yeah, I feel you. Bro. Yeah, we seen you. I seen you on Twitter earlier. Yeah, yeah. If they ain't built like a Tim repeater mattress, I don't want you. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want. Them, <laughs> I don't want them problem. I'm too little for that. I'm too little, for, and they was too old. So it was a bunch of like old women. Yeah, um, skinny like his women built like Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> skinny and big ass heads. <laughs> Uh, before that, I went to my niece's little birthday party. Uh, said happy birthday to her. Other than that, man, my weekend been taking care of the baby. The baby been sick. Man, and then today, look. I went to that uh, Krispy Kreme to buy one, get one Wee. for a dollar. Donuts. The nigga was up in there for an hour, waiting in line. Uh, why, why, though? Like why, When you seen the line was going to be an hour long, why did you get out of it? Well, uh, my friend's daughter, her daughter had asked me to take her up there. So she wanted to go. So I ain't had nothing else to do. So I just oh, sat around okay. with her. So uh-huh. it was, yeah. If it was me personally, I would have, yeah, I would have left. No, yeah, I would have left. Cause I've been waiting for them candles to come on sale for like uh, all year, and and when I heard the, the line was an hour, I was like, nah, I'm out. That Bath and Body Works, absolutely. I'm mad I missed that sale. <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, you talking about your daughter, man? Wait, man, give it a few more months, man. I got a little motherfucking Charles Lee Ray running around this motherfucker. <laughs> I swear to God, dude, motherfucking Chucky to possess this ass, man. He be tripping. I always crack jokes man, about like shit. My brother's son, when he had first started walking, he was like hella cautious. Man, that he little... would walk around stuff. He would man. watch where he walking. My daughter would literally pick something up, drop it at her feet, and trip on it. <laughs> nah, see, well, it's just wait though, that that little motherfucker be ru- running everywhere, wobbling and shit, yelling and man, now he on like a uh, yesterday um, wife you had you know was oily, putting some oil in my head and shit. And your son only a month or two before yeah. my daughter, so you know yesterday she uh, you know was oil in my head and shit, right? So I let this motherfucker hit me with the bottle for like thirty minutes. 
He was thinking that he was putting oil in my head and shit, right? <laughs> and then, um, so yesterday, you know, we, I I had warmed me up like these these chicken uh, tenders that you know that wife he had made, right? And uh, he been watching everybody because everybody, you know, be dipping their shit in sauce and all that, right? So I had some hot sauce, and uh, yeah, he lost his first battle. <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> dipped that shit in that hot sauce and put it in his mouth. Man, you should have seen the look on his fucking face. All his little cheeks got red and shit. Spit it out. Yeah, that motherfucker be tripping out, though, man. I be like, God damn, I wish I, I miss when you couldn't move. Oh, man. It go, it go fast. Yeah, that motherfucker's a fucking menace now. She just now mastered the walking thing like this week. Like, she had taken a few steps and she had realized if she wasn't moving as fast. But now she like, she up trying to run. And she do, the, she do the anime run. With her arms behind her back. <laughs> His little ass be wobbling and he be wobbling and shit. Um, but shit, man, um, that's it. That's all you did. Yeah, that was it. Um, so uh I would you know, I've been I ain't do much this weekend. I'm getting ready to go out to go to California, Anaheim and shit. My son got a tournament. Um I kinda tripped out on him yesterday and I don't know if I played it right. You know, we family and shit, so I can I ain't perfect. But, um, so, um, we pull up, he got practice and shit, right? And, uh, we pull up and we waiting for like 10 minutes and I'm like, man, what the fuck is he doing? So his coach come outside and his coach was like, man, he in there shooting around. Right. I'm like, man, this motherfucker got us out here waiting and shit. So now I'm already hot, mad, I'm sleepy. Right. So I walk in and, uh. It was like a side door. I walk in the side door, and it's him and his, his two teammates. And uh, he's like, what's up, Dad? I was just getting this girl number. My boy. <laughs> the girl, like, right there in front, right? And um, I was like, nigga, I ain't your friend. <laughs> right? I, I ain't say it like that, but I'm like, man, who, who are you talking to? Like, I ain't your friend. Right? And, um. He's like, no, I was just saying, I was, I, I was getting her number. Like, do it look like I fucking give a fuck? <laughs> Did you say that? You need to be uh. Do it look like I fucking worried about your game in, in in school? Worried about these girls, right? And I think a lot of it was just based on the fact that I was tired and shit. Yeah. So now I've been thinking to myself, hey, damn, I hope I ain't fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, you, like, well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You overreacted. Overreacted. You overreacted. Yeah, you fucked that. So up. I, I, okay, I walk in the I walk in the hallway and it's this thirteen year old, my son, getting at this girl, getting her number. How do you react to that? You go Am back. I supposed to say, "Oh, that's cool"? No, you go to the end of the hallway and wait. Yeah, did you do it in front of everybody? Like as he was coming out the door, they heard me. Oh yeah, you fucked that up. I fucked it up. You fucked that up. Yeah, I've been thinking. I mean, I've been thinking about it all day, man. You've like, been speaking since since we had this podcast. You're speaking on not being so much of the disciplinarian. Yeah, but it was just a. I mean, I was already tired and shit. And like I said, I maybe I overreacted, but I'm already tired. I want to go to sleep. You know, already got us waiting ten minutes. Man, we can't. You can't put a timer on Mackin. Man, look. I ain't. Yeah, I ain't gonna call a little girl beware, but. I'm you gotta sure. bring your motherfucking ass on, but yeah. then it it was just like he 
I don't know. And then you know, my cousin made a a a, a, a you know a post and was like, um, you know, the, the the truth is, you know, parents are their children's like first friend. And we say so much that you know I'm not your friend, but why can't you do both? Yeah. Why can't you Why can't you juggle both? It's tough. The older they get, the better. The easier. And I kept thinking about that shit. Like, damn, I fucked up. See that friend shit kind of. But, but that's the what I got. You know, when you get to you 13 and you get to comfortable enough to be like, hey pops, I was getting this girl number right here. Yeah, no. Like she's writing. Fr- I'm talking. She's walking towards me. I mean, that's a. <clears throat> so she all embarrassed and shit. So I can see the embarrassment on her face. I guess the way he approached you about it, but I would want to. I want. I want. I want my son to be able to say things like that. See, yeah, see, and that 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 goes into my parenting. Like, if even if I didn't necessarily agree with the way he went about it, you know, at least you could have showed the girl the girl more respect. Right, just you could have told me that, like when we got in the truck or something, you just threw her out there like a trophy. That's I see that. So, yeah, I was just thinking about it all day, and I didn't really get to holler at him because he was trying out for his team and shit, his school team. So, and so you, I didn't really, so, really get to holler at him. But I was like, it was just one of those moments where, after it happened, I'm letting, you know, my day and being tired from work and shit, like kind of fuck up a, a opportunity. Yeah. For me to really like have a conversation with him, right? And like, oh, so he he kind of embarrassed the girl, and then you kind of embarrassed him, like. Oh, it was on as soon as I opened the door. Like, <laughs> so he, he's gonna get embarrassed no matter what. Yeah, he was gonna get embarrassed. <laughs> but the, I was, uh, it went from I'm tripping about you having me wait because you like playing in the hallway to you throwing this girl out there and you coming at me like I'm your friend. So he's gonna get it either way. Absolutely. So that's I understand what you're saying about him not embarrassing the girl, but you had it out for him regardless. Yeah. He was getting it. See, you fucking up. That's See, your that, fuck up. This made me think of um so this weekend I had a conversation with my my daughter's mom and we were speaking on parenting. Yeah. Right? And I was speaking on if a kid is messing up in school, you know, we feel like you embarrassed us as parents because right. we taught you better. Right? Yeah. So her return thing was to embarrass the child back, like send him to school with messed up shoes or whatever the case may be. Now, my question to y'all, do y'all think that's fair to go back and embarrass your child to make your child embarrassed? Like like that. My my take on it was was more so of it's so many kids that's turning around doing uh going right to criminal activities yeah. or other things because of their parents embarrassed them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you send your kid to school in, in some pro wings and they say, you know what, fucking, I'm going to the mall and steal me some shoes. And mm-hmm. then sometimes you don't get that, you don't get that chance to um, fix it. My cousins had went to prison at 15. Yeah. yeah. My cousin and his and his older brother went to prison. They was 15 and 16. They had both never got no trouble. Since their dad was so strict, money strict and all that type of stuff, they had broken into a house. They committed the wrong crime. Ended up doing uh, fourteen years. Yeah. Okay. You don't get to right that wrong. Right. To make it more of a conversation instead of an embarrassment. 
So that was my take on it. How many how many conversations do you have before it's like okay? <coughs> talk, well, talk well, we'll speak. Oh no, go ahead, go man, my bad. Because I, the thing about you said about the, the the thing about the shoes or whatever, like to me that was the best. That was the best um, disciplinary way I had ever heard personally. Mm-hmm. Was a guy was like you know um, he was like a, he worked at UPS. Yeah, and he was a CEO. He was a juvenile CEO. He was like so, I go to work and the only thing I ask you to do is go to school and behave yourself. And Absolutely, get grades. right. And that's not that's not hard for you to do. Like so, if you come in here, you bring in you bring in bad grades, or you yeah. acting up at school. I'm taking all them Jordans out your room, yeah. and I'm using to wear these Spider Man shoes from Walmart. Remember when I? Yeah, when we, we had, had a that conversation. conversation. Like that. Yeah, when like I'm locking all I'm locking all that shit up. Yeah, until, sw- until you bring them grades up. He swagged the Walmart joints out though. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. If you, I mean, if they do that, but it, then. It, it changed. You know what I mean? It changed his mind. You having him? You know, he changed his. She made him change his shoes in the front of the classroom. You know what I'm saying? It changed his mindset, but it was like after a while, it was like I'm gonna swag these motherfuckers out. Yeah. But it's, but okay. So speaking on you know the discipline shit, we might as well get in it. The um, it wasn't viral though. You know what I mean? It and wasn't we, viral. The, when we seen the shit with the um the dude that was making his daughter work like I mean walk, walk like five miles to yeah. school because she was bullying. She got kicked off the bus for bullying the kids on the bus. Second time. This Second like, time this year. This was, yeah, so what did y'all think of that included in what we like discipline and shit? Like you you're you're kind of embarrassing him already, you know, making him do shit like that at school. Now you're adding the I, phone to it. I didn't have a problem with it except yeah, maybe maybe putting it on social media. Yeah, but no, like I think that was my only problem with it. Yeah, as far as making you walk because like you People don't understand that a lot of this shit is a privilege. Like you don't, you're not guaranteed to ride the bus. Yeah. And, and speaking from personal experience, when you're dealing with seventy kids, I've had up to seventy five kids on the bus at one time. God damn, it fit that many? Yeah, I've had up to seventy five kids on the bus at one time. So, god damn, if you, that's if, a if, lot of kids. Some, you know, what I'm saying you doing something like kids. you doing something. Like, I had like up to sixty some of my high schoolers. Like what motherfuckers is like three and four to a seat, like sitting in an like sitting in an aisle. So, like, anytime you have a distraction, that shit is rough on you. So, if you have a parent being proactive and saying, look, if there's an issue with my ain't kid. Ain't some type of protocol about that, though? Like, you got three or four kids to a seat. Like, ain't no, you know what? There's too many I kids. Used to wonder, like, when I, I used to wonder when I was uh-huh. kids, like, why the fuck these bus drivers be dickheads? <laughs> and then, Man, it's like, dude, all fucking day, you just. 75 kids. Yeah, I go fucking 70, I mean, crazy. And, and, and it's like. You got three or four crying. I don't know what the fuck y'all crying about. You, I got two or three in the in the front seat. Like, Mister, he being mean to me. Mister, yeah. he being mean to me. Like, nigga, what you want me to do? Tell yeah. him to stop being mean back to his ass. Like, what y'all? I can't solve seventy five <laughs> yeah. problems at one time and drive this fucking bus. So, if you got a parent being proactive, shit, I'm I'm all for it. Like, I, I'm not with the embarrassing your kids on social media, but yeah, yeah, man. To me, you know, when you when he gets to that point, like, what, like with him, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm teaching her about not bullying and 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 all of that shit, and I'm like. And I'm looking at it like at this point, you know, my, my dude, this is more about you and less about her punishment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Well yeah, once you put it on social media, I think it's there. I I think that's what it is, but it, I don't think I don't think he was wrong for what he was doing. No, it wouldn't I don't think it would have went viral if he would have just, you know what I mean, made a simple clip and was like, Look, you know, I made my daughter walk to school today. I mean, I'm, I'm making her walk to school five miles every day because, you know, she was bullying on the bus. 
Blase, blase, blase. It probably wouldn't have went viral, if it was but it was sort. more authentic. Yeah. But, you know, in this DVR-ass world, it's like, yeah, if I don't see it, it ain't happen. I mean, I look at it like everything is an example, a teaching thing. You know, like, that's what you use. That's what they use social media for. Like, this is yeah. what some people got famous for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, like, you, you have the people speaking on relationships or whatever and showing bits and pieces of their relationship and then yeah. now they're famous because of this. Right. But, you know, it could have been genuine in, in, in between time. I'm I'm not for the embarrassing your kid on social media at all. Yeah, I feel you. I just, you know, you're, you're dealing with young human. Young humans. Right. You know what I mean? And it seems as if discipline. No, no, fuck disciplining. It just seems like just nothing's ever enough without that phone in your hand. Yeah. It was to the point now where it's like we're at disciplining now. Like, yeah. It's it's I mean it's just scary. I mean I'm I'm still old school. I mean like I, it's I, just scary like where we're going as far as being open with this phone. But you want to share everything but when it when shit start getting critical, when people start analyzing your shit Breaking your shit down, that's when it becomes absolutely. Now we're now we're going into hypersensitivity. Absolutely. So I mean, like I said, social media, man, it's a it's a it's a necessary evil to me. But I just think to think in your head, I'm going to discipline you. But wait, let me press record real quick, and then I'm going to discipline you. That's fucking wild to me. Yeah. Like, that is fucking wild. When I see it, and it be parents around our age or older, right? It be crazy to me. But then I think, like, the way these kids is with Snapchat and thinking everything has to be recorded and all that shit. Like, what is their parenting going to be? Like, social media is going to be way crazier by the end. Absolutely. It's just starting. Absolutely. Like, even with the the kids videotaping fights in school or the teachers in school, like, the, the... Phones in school, like all that shit is already yeah. crazy. Like it's gonna Super. be crazier. Super. That's yes. Yeah. That's, that's um, hold on. But, oh no. So ahead. before we move on, yeah, we're gonna go back because that was one of the conversations we had. Right. So you talked about your son hollering at the girl. Yeah. Okay. So one of the conversations I had with my son uh, was about women. Was about girls. Yeah. Or whatever. And he was just like, you know, and. If you ever met my son, y'all, I don't think I, I don't think I brought my son around y'all yet. I met him once. Okay, he's full of maybe twice. When you talk about self love, this motherfucker is the definition. Like, nigga loves himself, right? So, you know, he's like, yeah, dad, I'm like the number three dude in school. Like, I get all, I get senior girls that talk to me, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, what about the um? Because two years ago, we were talking about girls or whatever, and he brought up these chicks he called the Untouchables. Like, yeah, nobody in school talked to them. I'm like, why? Like, cause they 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 the best looking girls in school. They're untouchables. And the the whole concept of, of a of a a girl being unapproachable in eighth grade threw me. So I'm like, okay. So I brought up the untouchable girls again. He's like, yeah. Um, I can't talk to her no more because she got like sixty three thousand she got like sixty three thousand followers or whatever. She she um at fifteen? 
Yeah, like a sophomore. Like she got like sixty three thousand followers. Damn. I can't, Jesus I can't, I can't jump in her DMs no more. I'm like, but my nigga, you you went to school with her. You could have walked up to her at school and talked yeah. to her. And he just was like, nah, that's not how I done no more. So I just was like, not the fact that she's Instagram famous. That's crazy too. Has sixty three thousand followers as a sophomore in high school. That's bananas. But just the the concept of a of uh eighth grade boy feeling like we these girls are so fine, they can't approach we, we can't approach them. We can't talk to them at school. Yeah. Is that weird to anybody but me? Like, I, I just, I guess for me, I, I've never had a problem shooting my shot at any woman, but just the, the concept of Well, I think it's, um, you know, you still in high school. Like, I can remember, I, you know, I'm thinking back to my high school days. Like, uh, you know, you got still finding yourself. You're not as confident. There is like a mental, what you want to call it, a hierarchy or class. Like if it's not if it's not an older girl, it's not like me as a sophomore trying to talk to a senior. Like those girls, maybe I, yeah. I understand being intimidated, but a girl my age, it wasn't no such thing as untouchable to me. So the, the concept oh, is foreign. Man, shit, anybody like you fuck around and I don't know. you get you hit her, you give her the two to the two hits on the um on her on her on her stomach on the side right on the side, hit her the two hips, slide her that uh that in that little envelope yeah, with the letter in it. That's out. Shit, whatever happens, happens. You was writing letters with envelopes? No, you would would have another girl. Like, you would have another girl. You would write the letter. You would have another girl, like, fold it up. Yeah, Yeah, give her a little two hits, get her attention, slide her it. She going to read it. And then whatever happens, happens. Shit, fuck it. (laughs) If I don't get one back, I know, you know, hey, it is what it is. If I do get one back. I got action. So, but you you wouldn't you wouldn't just approach her and be like, "What's happening with you?" That was out. Did mm. yeah, I might have been out? I was I was never because, because it's shot, so. because getting shot down in school is kind of bad. Absolutely, getting shot down in school because you be like, yeah, 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 shot down that at thirty five hurts. That shit goes from her to her friends. They got shit around the school in a period. Yeah, <laughs> you you say you ain't never you ain't never shot at a woman like that before. I ain't never really been a shot shooter. Like I, I ain't never been that dude. So I can kind of feel where your son is coming from. Like, crazy. like the 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 I was a popular nigga, but I was popular for other reasons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like the the chicks that was popular for, like you you got the good grades and you cheerleading or whatever. Like I used to be like, oh no, she ain't gonna fuck with me. I'm a, I'm the thug. What? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I and then you know later, like now now we hella old. It's females come to me now. Like I had such a crush on you in high school, and I used to be like, damn, you was, you was the one in high school. Like how yeah. I missed that one. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't never seen a target that I didn't think I could reach. I never <laughs> I never had that mentality. Like even I was and I was telling them, like, even like my senior year, <coughs> me and my me and my partner Julian threw a pool party that <laughs> nobody came to. But like we was at the we was at the boulevard. Oh my boy to, Julian. Yeah, we was at the we was at the boulevard. Shame how that mall looks now. I ain't been in there in a minute. Yes. Yeah, oh man, they doing uh, local talent shows in that motherfucker. It's, it's a ghost town. <laughs> I bet. Yes, yeah, ghost town. In that I ain't motherfucker. been. I no. seen a girl going live with the local talent show on the Boulevard Mall, and it was nobody in the seats in front of her. I believe last time I went, it was dead. Horrible. But no, this was like, this was like when they still had like underground stations and all that shit in there. Right. So we in there passing, trying to pass out flyers to get people to come to this pool party, and the two chicks from Destiny Child was in there. Mm. Not Beyonce and Kelly. The step other stepchildren. 
That, yeah, this before they broke up. So yeah. we see them in there, and I just you know I approached them. So it's just like if I can approach a famous chick, why I don't understand how you yeah. can't approach a yeah. chick that's in your. That's class. confidence, though. Hey, everybody doesn't possess. Yeah, that. everybody don't got that. Yeah, I, I for sure, I for sure ain't. I've never been that dude. I've never been that dude. We used to go like to the movies. Me and my cousin, we go to the movies and shit, and it'll be that you know the. Let's see who get as many numbers. Yeah, I, 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 was I never, never was the guy. one that got I the numbers. That guy what? I, I was never was the one that got me. Like I would get a number, but all you need is one. But it's like the chick that was the other chick that my cousin got at. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like uh, it, I was never the one who got like when we left and everybody had all their numbers in their hand yeah, and all I that. that I was I was never that guy and, until like I was like, nigga, I drove here. Like, <laughs> I, ne- I think I, I when you I, niggas in my car. You know what I'm saying? I used to hang out. I used to hang out with my uh with, with some partners of mine, right? And we went to go bowling, I think. And it was a group of like bad chicks, right? And uh, you know how you know niggas try to play you, like, hey Dante, you see them girls right there? Go holler at them, you know, so they can hear them. Oh man, I used to hate and, that. Uh, like, yeah, go over there and holler at them. One of them looking at you and shit. You know, I'm giving. I'm, I'm getting. I'm walking all awkward and shit over there. I'm just like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> like, what? nigga, I was, yeah, a, I was man. all froze, and she was like, you know what? Give me a minute, I'll be right back. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm the hypocrite. Yeah, man. I was like, uh, and it is like, what do you do? Like, do I turn Fuck around that. and just like, okay? Fuck that. And I, I ended up a, being the hypocrite. That's man. a challenge for me. I loved it. Yeah, I, I, be, I be the nigga that, that guy, it's, a, it's a group of them I'm going in solo That's what I was talking about Last time when we had the little When I was talking about The conversation me and my son had When we was talking about Light skin versus dark skin And he was like Dad it's a group of them over there You can't go over there like, Shit who you talking to <laughs> You must not know your daddy But I'm going I'm going in that group And I'm shooting I just Same I, I don't guy. know I just ain't never had that, I ain't never had that fear I'm a hypocrite with it though Cause like my nephews I used to be on them like You better go talk to that girl And knowing I was the nigga That was like oh. <laughs> I ain't going. I'm going, and I—I I mean, at one point, I, I was a group of us, and I was—I know I was the, the ugliest nigga out the, out the group. <laughs> Guess what? We see a group of chicks. I'm—I'm I'm the first one. I'm the first one saying something. All these niggas too pretty. They like, yeah, I wait. I, I don't—I don't highlight girls. Girls highlight me. All right, why you niggas sitting here with y'all y'all thumbs in y'all pocket? I'm finna go see what they talking about. I don't think none of them situations worked out for me well. <laughs> 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 Fuck it. I'm, yeah. The worst thing you can say is no. Yeah. So, but and and I—I don't know. I, no hurts. Being raised in this er- in this era, being raised in this era with the the popularity of Instagram, like yeah, that's, yeah, a, di- look, that's a different look, thing. I fucking like you got all these friends. On you Instagram. know when you move, when you because you know fuck Facebook right now and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I've been on Twitter for the last couple <laughs> of days, just talking my shit, right? And you see people because you know on on Facebook you always see these people like. Make this go viral. Make this go viral. Make this go viral, right? Right. And then you see people on Facebook, I mean on Twitter, going viral every day. Yeah. But it brings nothing. Yeah, no followers or nothing. So, I mean, it's just, you know. I always go check the pages of the people that go viral. Twitter is like. To see what they likes was like before that. Twitter is like today's. (laughs) Twitter is like today's basketball. Facebook is like golf. That's the only comparison. Like Twitter is so fast paced; it's just like a chat room. It is. It's very fast. And Facebook is like golf; it's just hella slow. 
I see that. Boring. Just, yes. Yeah, and then, you know, the, the news comes out like two weeks later. That's true. Yeah, um, that shit do be. But, uh, shit, on my, on my shit, man, you know, other than that, um, I got to check up on some shows and shit. What shows you watch? Um, oh, oh man. Um, old movies this weekend. I ain't watched. I did watch one movie. You said you watched I'm going to get into that in a minute. I watched right? some 70s movies, man. I watched the movie Young Blood, and I watched uh, Young Bloods? across 110th Street. With, Young, uh, Young Blood. I, th- I, I thought it was... Is it Young Bloods? Dang, no. It's a movie in the 70s. Yeah, nigga. I don't know what that... Was they wearing <laughs> uh, like, it's a pimp movie? No, it's not. Oh. Um, If you haven't checked out season two of Tales from the Bus, do so. You gotta do... You Tales gotta... It's like... um. They have they have stories. It's like in cartoon format. My brother was just talking so it's like brother. interviews, but they all cartoons. It's on Netflix. No, nah, I've seen it on uh, Cinemax, but they have stories. I think the first season was all like country music and shit, but the second music was like all about on the, the funk era. So you had they had stories on uh, uh, Boosie Collins, mm. Parliament. Um, I seen one on Parliament. That one was good. Boosie Collins was good. Um, motherfucking James Brown. I bet that shit was wild. Super wild. And that nigga was with all the shits. I believe it. Like, all the shits. So, there was this one part in the story. I mean, you know, in the story. Like, um, he took this dude girl. Right? Mm-hmm. He took this dude girl. So, the dude, he was another R&B singer. So, dude, sneak dissed him in a song. Who's the dude? I can't think. I don't, I don't think it, he wasn't nobody big. I don't think. But dude sneak dissed him. Right? James Brown heard it, went to the club the nigga was performing at, and started dumping at the nigga. <laughs> James Brown was shooting at him? Yeah. And then his people paid everybody in there off to not say nothing and drove off. Got the fuck up out of there. That's crazy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> nigga, I was like, this nigga is with it. Hell no. That's crazy. Um, and then uh we always hear the 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 one that was most interesting to me was the Rick James one. I bet that's wild. It was one on very wild. Like he was the first one to start smoking weed, like out just fuck it. Like police was waiting at every concert to arrest him. He had he had like somebody uh, in his group act like he was him after Who telling the concert these stories, was over. Though? All like bandmates, all that shit. But it's oh, a, okay. they're like they spend a lot of money on this. But they're like cartoons, but they're like talking. But it's like his bandmates. And it's called what? Uh, Tales from the tour bus. Oh, okay. Now it makes sense. Tell but yeah, no, it's authentic. Bus. It ain't like niggas talking about the story. It's actually niggas that was involved in it. Yeah, no, when you first said that, I thought you just said Tales from the Bus. So I'm thinking, like, what kids is saying that? Yeah. I thought I said, oh, well, yeah, Tales from the Tour Bus. So, um, yeah, man, it was saying, like, Rick James just, you know, he basically ran a whorehouse. Nothing but fucking. That, that, like, not surprising. Police would come in and give them all the cocaine that they snatched off the street just so they can come there to fuck all the hoes. That's great. But. They got over that real quick because the police start coming in there telling them stories about, you know, them beating up on niggas and shit. It's like, no, nah, we can't do this no more. Right. Fuck up out of here. <laughs> but um, a story that I was slept on that I had never heard about. You know, you know I'm a movie. I'm a, I'm a movie and I'm a music geek. So you always hear about the Michael Jackson and Prince rivalry. 
I remember right. you, you posted something. Yeah. Okay. You, but I had no idea that Rick James and Prince was going at it. Cause that's how that's where Prince got it started on Rick. It James. was on, yeah on his tour. Okay. And Prince like made it his point to like show this nigga up every show. Mm. And it got to the point where you know Rick James was kind of jealous of the nigga, and he was they almost got into some fights and shit. And Rick James is like, you know, when I first met him, like, I kind of felt sorry for his inmates. Because, I mean, not his inmates. Damn. He was like, I feel sorry for his bandmates because, you know, this little thing is just so little with high heels on. <laughs> right? right? And, um, yeah, man, they clashed. They almost got into a fight. Oh, and not to mention the band says uh, Super Freak was just a throwaway. Jesus. That was a throwaway record. like, And it ended up being a hit. Smash his biggest record, wasn't it? Big, yeah, one is it, it was a throwaway. That was just a shit they was fucking around with, and just so happens they made a song out of it and it blew up. That's but true. that was a throwaway record, That's like, niggas throwing away. Too. But super freak, but 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 you know, I guess at some point they was talking, and Rick James told him it sound like a throwaway record, though. It don't like Rick, do it, super freak, yeah. It don't, it sound like they I were just having fun. I guess I'm. All when right. you listen to it, it's like it's like a song where they were just having fun. It's just a song they were just sitting around having fun. It don't sound like no structure. This song. is gonna yeah, it's not structured. It's just mm. having fun. Oh no, I ain't heard it in a while. But I was just like, nigga, super freak, just throw away, just that's crazy. Yeah. So um, but yeah. So uh, Rick told they were talking, and then Rick told him that he wanted to make a group. With Prince? No, he he wanted he was gonna make a a group, just you know, a side group. Okay. So Prince took that and made the time up under him. Like, I'm going to take your idea. So the niggas that was supposed to, the time was supposed to be up under No, him. no. He just was like, I'm going to make a group. So Prince was like, well, shit, I'm going to make a group before you do. Ah, okay. And he came out with the time. Right. And then uh, Rick James laid on his own idea, formed a group called the Do-Rags. <laughs> it's a hell of a fucking name. And I don't think it uh <laughs> It worked out at all. Nah. Uh, and then, of course, you know, Prince went on to form Vanity 6 and Apollonia 6, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. I was never into them. I like Vanity, though. Um, and then while later establishing the career of Sheila E. And then Rick James put out the Mary Jane's, the Mary Jane Girls and then launched. I don't remember. Uh, so they in direct competition. Tina Marie. Yes, this was like for real. Okay. And so um, James... He did an interview. They did. They showed his interview. Like he did an interview, and he insinuated. He called these niggas out by name, but he kind of insinuated that um, Prince and Michael Jackson was selling out to MTV because MTV wouldn't play his records. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but then he said it's sometime after Purple Rain that uh, like I said, he he admitted his L. Like he took an L. Was out of jealousy. I don't think they ever reconciled though. Probably not. That's crazy. And they kind of died from like the same shit. Prince don't seem like he's a, he's a forgiving type. I don't know. I don't get that from his persona. Yeah, I don't think he ever got cool. Him and Michael Jackson beef is kind of. That was. I think him and Michael Jackson shit was like kind of competitive. Yeah. I don't even remember no beef with him. That's yeah, I think I th- I think that's more what it was. It was more of the. What was, what was the Prince Michael Jackson beef? 
I, I think it's what Smith just said. I think it was more competitive. I don't think it was direct beef. Like, I don't like you because I remember watching the video. I think it was a James Brown performance and Prince and Michael Jackson was all in the crowd. And yeah. They all um, came on stage and sung and he said, did a uh, dance. According to Quincy Jones, Prince was supposed to be on Bad too. Oh, Michael Jackson? Yeah. He was supposed to be on Bad. I Michael, can't. V, Michael V told it? I don't know how what happened after that, but according to Quincy Jones, he was supposed to be on it, but I can't... I can't hear Prince on that. On what song? Bad. On the song Bad? Yeah. Thought you were talking about the album. No, the song. I believe. I don't hear it. I can't in my mind I can't hear it. Um yeah, you know. But yeah, Rick James was like, you know what I'm saying, Prince, you know, his music, you know, it's just all sexual and it's not real. Yeah. And then so let's get on to some other some trash that I watched. What you what? This motherfucking Sandra Bland documentary. This shit had me hot, right? So, normally what I do when I watch, you know, movies and shit, I'll watch it and then I'll look it up to see the the, the background of the movie and shit, right? right? And so, this is when I got hot. And yeah, Facebook, fuck y'all. Y'all kicked me off for saying it was a hate, a hate speech and shit. <laughs> but I didn't even say nothing bad. But all in all, when it comes to this, if you want to call it a documentary, it's like the white directors didn't even try to hide their like all lives matter. Like you, you say, you say, y'all. It was uh, it was in Texas. The uh, the sheriff in Texas was racist. The shit behind her uh, going to jail was bullshit. Like they're they're giving you all of this shit, but the the way they're constructing the documentary is like small all lives matter shit, right? And my other problem was why are you showing her body and her organs? Yeah. Wow. So they showed no, they showed her body surrounded by cones, and, and then they organs? showed. The autopsy, the second mm-hmm. autopsy, the 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 one that the family ordered. Right. They showed her organs like in containers. Mm. The, the family had to authorize that, though, didn't they? We're gonna get to that. Okay. Let me get to that. So you 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 carefully cut her clips and shit. Um, you only showing her videos of her saying all white folks not bad and black on black crime shit and um, we all got a white savior, all that weird shit, right? Um, and then the directors posted a clip in which she said something that could be deemed as homophobic. Okay. So the LGBT community was like, we ain't fucking like we ain't fucking with you. Like I'm sorry for what happened to you, but that doesn't give you the right to be homophobic. So they kind of like even in death, like threw her to the side because she was basically saying that you know black folks been dealing with racism for forever. Now you got this other group of people that's mad because certain you know business owners don't want to patronize patronize them because of Right. You know, their their sexuality. Right. Like I was I was I didn't choose to be 
I was born black. You can choose to be gay. That type of shit. Right. Right. They they put this in the movie. So that say what you fucking will, but that's the wrong fucking time for that. Then we know how fucking big the protests were. Right. When she when she got killed. Right. We know how big the the lone fucking protester you could find is a white preacher. <laughs> a white woman. That's the lone protester. Like they filming her all in front of the jail and shit and lighting candles and shit. Like th- that's the only person. See, I haven't watched it. It's yeah, just crazy. It's just like it takes away from what happened to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was a lot of it that got me. It really didn't give me no answers, but the way they went about it, you could tell like it's some fuck shit going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So basically they concluded that, you know, um the the when she was in jail, they were saying that she hung herself, but the bag that she hung herself with didn't have her fingerprints on it. Didn't have any fingerprints on it's it. A plastic bag? Yeah, just a plastic bag. Plastic, plastic wouldn't hold fingerprints. Though. Perfect, perfect knot. Perfect knot. Um, the the guard was um forging the 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 sheet that show that says you he checked on her. He was forging that. So basically, he was saying he checked on her and she didn't, and he and he wasn't. She should be prosecuted. Then. He should be, but uh, I don't know. I think I, they might end up selling. I mean, uh, settling. I believe. Now the part that got me fucking hot, right? The part that got me mad hot was the fact that the bitch ass directors didn't tell her mom. And man, in this, in this, I'm not. I don't even know. I can't call it a documentary. They didn't tell the mom. No, <laughs> and. I don't want to call it a documentary, but you feel so bad for her mom and her sisters. Right. Right. You feel really bad. But the bitch ass directors didn't tell the mom that they were showing her body or her organs in the film. She didn't see this shit until the premiere. So she had never seen. She said she had never seen these pictures. She didn't want to see them. She didn't see her. The final cut at the premiere. Mm hmm. That's when she seen those photos of her daughter dead in her daughter's organ. And she said, at that moment, I left immediately and I went to my hotel room and I was depressed. Like, why would you do that? That should be a suit, chick. Mm, no, because you give him consent. Like, it was. Oh, it, she gave him consent, but she didn't. Yeah, I mean, you give him consent, but you don't got creative control. Yeah, that's kind of like. Because you, they're, they're filming him the whole time, but you don't have creative control over what they ultimately decide to put in this. Yeah, but if you, if you give me consent to the photos and all that, mm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm not sure. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't say they're fault for that. Why? If you gave me consent to use it, why would you? Why, why would I ask for consent if I'm not going to use it? I don't know if you. She didn't know that they were putting all of that into the film. Like, like just because at least at least tell me why don't you at least I, tell me be a decent human being and tell me at least tell me look your daughter is gonna be in this film deceased and we're gonna show her organs. Yeah, but 
Where nigga, as a parent, I feel you. You will be pissed. I feel you, but okay, the pictures of the organs or the video of the organs or whatever they had of the organs, where did they get it from? If their parents asked for this. No, there was no picture of the organs. You seen the organ. Okay, but seeing the, the pictures were of her. The the fresh pictures was of her body. They didn't show her face and shit, but you seen like when you when you seen the organs though. Where, where did they get the organ? Where did they get that from? Where did they get that film from or whatever? They filmed. The family had a private autopsy, and the the cameras was allowed in there. Yes. So why this is, this why is essentially you, the family's footage then? Yeah, why would you allow that in there? Like, I'm well, not okay, well, maybe not the maybe not the organs, right? Because they filmed the family watching the autopsy, or was the family in there? No, I don't think the family was even in there. The family, I take that back. The family wasn't in there because they all sat at a table, and the 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 lady doing the autopsy gave them her re, her results, her personal results. All right. So no, they didn't see the autopsy. Okay. They just was told about it afterwards. But they did film the private autopsy, and then they showed her body. Yeah, but if it was a private in the autopsy, jail cell, if it's a private autopsy, you allow me to go in here because it's private. No, meaning because the state, the state of Texas, did the autopsy first, right? But they were already on some fuck shit. Okay, so I need them. to know what the fuck's going on with my daughter. So I'm going to order my own autopsy. So when I say private, I mean. They got someone to do an autopsy for them. Right. There wasn't that. take. They wasn't taking the state's word. I understand that. So that's what I'm saying. So if, if if the cameras was allowed into this private autopsy or whatever the case may be, how are you mad when you allow them to come? You could have said, you know what, this is private. This is for me. I don't want y'all film in here. I don't want y'all in because this is for right. me. Well, the family wasn't there. Oh, that's crazy. I gotta watch it. The 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 family, because like I said, I take that back. The family was told at a table. What the person, the the lady who did the private autopsy, mm-hmm. they were told what she felt was going on, okay. what she felt happened. Okay. So they weren't at the private autopsy, but it was rec- it was recorded. So I don't even think the family had knowledge of that. But okay. again, I mean, I'm showing you my pain. I'm showing you all of this, but I didn't. I mean, you could at least tell me. Look, I've I've never seen this, none of this before. Yeah. At least fucking tell me. Right. And that was my. I agree with that. You should like, at least tell them. Just a, a, all white. It was just like, dude, you ain't put. I don't know, man. You can't have a fucking all white directors and all white film crew do a movie on a black woman and don't include no black people. Yeah, that don't make no sense. But. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Said, I haven't seen it, but I I did see several. Several different people were all watching it at the same time, and none of the reviews were good. Everybody, that shit was trash. Everybody man. was shitting on it. And when I say when you when you know, ugh, that shit was trash. It was pissing me off again. Um, and then you know during that time I was kicked off and shit, and and I and I was I was on Instagram and Twitter more than usual. So you know I was scrolling and I seen you know Joe Budden in the hospital with his dog. He just recently had to put he had to put his dog down, and. Man, the caption and shit, man, I damn near got me. Because, you know, I got three of them. And, and and one of them been with me, you know, through my bachelor days, through my heartbroken days when I'm sick. And 
Oh, uh, man. Not, not you, man, shit. look, boy. Man, I can't imagine. Look, I can't imagine. Just made right. me think of him, man. <laughs> yeah, Chloe. <laughs> Shout out to Chloe, man. We, y'all, we ain't even finna do this. Y'all gonna have her hot. Look. Um, and then, um, yeah, we ain't finna do that. But we, uh, and so, uh, all, all last, all last weekend, right? They kept playing Scarface. The movie. Yeah, like all last weekend, back to back to back to back. And I'm like, damn, did this nigga die? Why they keep playing it? So it finally came on again and wasn't shit on TV. So I actually started watching. It was one of the movies where, you know, you watched when you was younger, but you ain't really. Man, I done watched Scarface so many times. Yeah, and, and so I finally started watching and I finally started like really paying attention to it, right? And I'm thinking to myself like, they really got, uh, well, I guess it was the 35-year anniversary. Okay. So that's why they kept playing it. Okay. But I'm thinking to myself, they really got an all-white cast playing Cubans. Yeah. Yes. I mean, <laughs> technically, Al Pacino's white. Italian. <laughs> that Italian. nigga's white, bro. Italian. What is Italian? I mean. They had an all-white cast playing Cubans. They had Sicilians in there. Bro, nah, that nigga was... And then you know, you know, Scarface is 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 big in the hip hop community, right? Absolutely. And even in the nineties, that's all you kept hearing about Scarface, Scarface, Scarface. If I'm gonna go out, I'm going out like Scarface, right? And I'm I'm watching this movie. I'm like, you know, the end. And I'm like, why the fuck would you want to go out like that? Well, that's kind of like the same the, concept they took with Belly. The nigga was high out his mind. High, 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 high out his mind. He killed his ace, Boom Coon. Because he found out he, he, he married his sister. Then his sister, him and his sister have a weird ass relationship. That was a you would almost think they was fucking incest. It looked, it looked like yeah, incest. but then she trying to smoke that nigga. And then when he get attacked, the nigga took a shotgun to the stomach. The assassin. Shot that nigga in the stomach with a shotgun at point blank range. Uh, Why would you want to go out like that? That's and that, but that's what a lot of the movies adopted. Like Belly adopted that. Uh, shot us. A lot of them. Ad- I ain't never seen either one. I ain't never seen Shot Us. What? You ain't never seen Belly? I ain't never seen Belly. I, it ain't never interested me. What? Nigga? What? Tripping. Nah, never seen the main character. <laughs> I, I like his music. I can say I want to see him act. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Belly was dope, man. Hey, shout out to Nas. He will be on a LeBron show. Nobody this cares. Week. Um, I can't wait. If I can't, if, if I don't want to watch Belly for no other reason but to see uh, V. What was her name? Vita. Yeah. She's when she's in that in, in the car with DMX. <sighs> Goodness gracious! Why was you so into that scene? Cause she, that hair looked tremendous. She was giving. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Nigga, life is a creep, dude. <laughs> You know, you gotta watch. Vita is known as the 16 year old girl in a movie that's giving DMX head. I mean, the fact that she was 16, I mean, when Belly came out, I was 13, 14, (laughs) my damn self. So that was a win for me. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so yeah, man, that took me back. Like, cause that was a cold ass motherfucking death scene. Just right to the, he yelling and shit. You know, he in his, you know, he in his bag. He in his about to die bag. And he just, he talking his shit and then. It's over. Fall into your own little pool and shit. 
It's a wrap. So I was like, damn. So I'm thinking to myself, like, if that stuck, because that was basically in damn near all 90s rap. I don't, I don't, know, if, I don't know if it was that particular part of it. But not, not, but I'm saying just the. A lot of rappers said it over and over again. Who's looking at? So Super Smash Brothers? Oh, that's what that is? Yeah. I got to get that this weekend. Um, So it took me back on like dev scenes that like really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Right? I think my top five, I just, I thought of these like off the dome when I told y'all. I'm, okay. This is what I'm doing, right? So mine got to be uh, RoboCop 2. When uh, oh. RoboCop 2, when, when, he, when they first, when they, when they first introduced him, he went into the into the, like the little sewer when they was having a meeting, killing everybody. Okay. And he went he, and he uh was what he was letting the girl like rub on him and shit. I don't remember Robocop too that well, but yeah. Okay. Well, he was letting the girl rub on him, and then he just said fuck it, just went into his little robo bag and just fucked her face all up, broke her body into pieces and shit. I have to, I have to, I you never seen RoboCop, man, y'all. I can't yeah, think of that movie. The That's the only cop I acknowledge. In the eighties, disrespectful. Um, Bad Boys. Remember, and dude was like, "Dance for me." Uh, Shot her through the pillow. That fucked me up a little bit. Uh, of course, you know, menace and boys in the hood. Uh, these are off the dome, so I ain't even like researching them. But it, I think there were some better ones than Menace and Boys in the Hood. But Boys in the Hood was stuck out, but I think the most memorable, the one that really fucked me up, because I was so young at the time, was Menace. Because Menace was like, that nigga was taking bullets. Talking about Kane? Or- yeah. Talking about Kane. Okay. And blood and shit start coming out of his mouth. You know, at this point, I, I'm not, it's, it's, on, it's a movie, but I'm thinking like, man, this is kind of like real life. Okay. Um, and then single white female. That's a movie I ain't heard of. Man, remember when she killed the nigga with the stiletto heel? No. You don't remember that? She was like having sex with him. He thought she was somebody else. And then she like killed him with the heel, stabbed him in his. So wait, we we talking about the top death scenes? We like seen? these are ones like that stick when out? I was younger that like fucked with me. I think the top death scene. I don't. I, well, I guess I'm not looking at. It, I wasn't looking at it like that. I guess the ones that stuck with me the most, probably, even though my number one probably would be, even though he didn't die, was John Q, when he was about to kill himself, when he pulled the trigger, when he died. Yeah, but just he ain't died. That don't count. Whole, but the whole, the whole speech, the whole speech. Oh, nigga, that don't count. Man, fuck you. That's my number one. John Q said that fucked me up. Uh, my next probably had to be Armageddon. Armageddon. Okay. Your movies, I kind of know. His movies, I was like, mm, I don't remember Armageddon. I remember. You don't remember Armageddon when they was on, when the uh, when the asteroid was coming to Earth, and then Bruce Willis, it was Bruce Willis and, Ab- and Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck drew the short straw. He's supposed to stay there and blow the nuke up, but yeah, uh, but he tricked I him and put the nigga back remember. on, and then was talking to his daughter. Anyway, the yeah, speech, that, was, that was it. That one fucked me up. Um, Gone Girl. Have you seen Gone Girl? When. No, no, no. Gone Girls when she faked her death? Yes. Okay. When she was, when 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 Neil Patrick Harris was on top of her about to have sex with her, she slit that nigga throat. And it came all on her face? Yes. Oh, okay. I got you. I got oh. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. That, one that was, was a, that's an underrated Ben Affleck flick. That movie was Very good Very under fuck. fucking rated. That movie was good yeah. as fuck. Yeah. 
That one fucked me up. I think. Um, and Tyler else? Perry was in it. Finally did a good movie. He wasn't that. Mm-hmm. That one was good. I think the only other one that kind of fucked me up was Set It Off. And not necessarily the death. Day after day. The music. The the, the music that <laughs> yeah. they was playing while Cleo was dying. That, yeah. shit, that shit touches me every time I hear it. Yeah, yeah, that's another way. I, no. Yeah, I'm cool on being the riddle with bullets. But just, I think the music, the music set the tone for the scene. Skinny? Man, my father probably be mostly hood movies. Belly. Never seen. <laughs> Belly. Minister Society. Scarface. Uh, I don't know if I want to say set it off. Men's Society? I got two in Men's Society. When Kane and his cousin got killed? Nigga, that was fucked up. When his cousin got killed. When his cousin got That probably... Yeah. That's when up she, there. That's that's an underrated scene right there. That's probably up there with the with the last scene. Or are you talking about the one where you... No, talking, when, they, when they killed... When they killed the niggas at the burger spot. You talking about... No, I'm talking about when, when he killed his, dad his cousin. Killed his friend. Oh yeah, he sucked my dick. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tap, tap, tap. What the fuck, man? <laughs> nigga, that's Samuel too. Samuel. Good God. Yep. yep, Samuel Jackson. That nigga, man. You owe me money too? Nah, but here you go. <laughs> that was my shit, man. And uh, I don't. Boys in the hood didn't really stick with me like that. The Ricky, Ricky didn't kill this stick with you. Nah, nah. I was nah. And then when I got older, I, I realized it was the Bloods that did it. And I was like. Nah. <laughs> 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 I didn't know it when I was younger. The, the nigga that did the smoking was actually. Then he. He got he, killed. But he got killed. He smoked somebody and then he got killed in jail, right? And that's the nigga that killed. Uh, that's the nigga that killed Q-Tip on um, yeah. Justice. Same dude. But he he smoked somebody, went to jail. And then got killed in jail. And then the movie, um, dang, I can't think of the name of it. It's a Master P movie, though. Oh, God. <laughs> hey. It's only like three of them, nigga. Nah, it's the one with, uh, Boy, you, you, when they had the, uh, I don't want to hear nothing about you niggas <laughs> in my infatuation with Nas, bro. <laughs> this nigga is in love. This nigga brings up Master P whenever he can. Uh, hey, if I like movies, I like movies. It's only like three Master P movies. Bro, I can't think of the name of it right now either. I got to hook up. I kill myself. I would kill my motherfucker. I can't think of the name of it. It's the movie when um the dude was like a famous college swimmer and shit. And then the the dude from uh the wood ended up going. They all end up going to Oh, lockdown. Lockdown. Oh, that was fucked. Nigga, not even the the death scene, nigga, the the rape scene. That's why it was so major when he ended up dying at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, man, and that yeah. lockdown, yeah. lockdown. Right, see, he was talking shit about the Mass people. You right. see how fast he, he got into it, though. You're right, he did. He yeah. did. Shit. His energy did change up. Yeah, your energy changed up. Yeah. Nigga, when you brought that I didn't name know that up. was a Master P movie, yeah, though. Master P in the movie. That's one of Master P movies. See, in the movie, Master P. It's, it's, movie, it's, it's the main. Um, he was one of the main characters. Y'all don't watch Game of Thrones, do y'all? No, I don't. Nah, yeah. Uh, hey man, I was uh Triple X album. Whatever the fuck you want to call it came out, man. That shit was so trash, man. Skins. I was gonna listen uh, to it too. I wish I he was so. I I wish he was still here because that ain't no closure, man. I don't know what the they just threw that shit together, dog. That shit was so trash. Skins. So and it wasn't no Machiavelli then. <clears throat> no, nigga. This all the songs like a minute. 
two minutes, and it, it was just it was bad. It was bad. Um, hey man, when was the last time uh y'all helped y'all kids with their homework? Uh, mine had to be probably like a year ago. It's been a minute. I think my kids' school be like, on them, we don't do homework tip. Look, my daughter now was feeling so good, right? You know, because my daughter was like, "Dad, can you help me out with my with my homework?" Right. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm feeling good. She, she came to pops. Better be that math. Nigga, she put that shit on the bed. I was like, what the fuck is this? What is, what and it was simple fractions. Oh, I ain't been in school in so long. Like, nigga, I ain't fucked with fractions since, nigga, last time ever. I, last time I helped somebody was my stepdaughter, and it was math. And Dog, I was like. I was getting the answers right, but then she told me I'm using the wrong, like. They do that new dog. math. Progress, look, like process to nigga, get the it was answer. simple yeah. fraction. And I was like, dog, what the fuck is? And it this? was the same thing. It was simple fraction. You had to, you had to. It was in words, but you had to put it like on paper, and and what you what you call it? Simple form. I don't know. Some form form. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, see, look, I'm already fucked up, right? So I'm getting to the point now where she know I'm just I'm guessing this shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing this shit. And, uh, she was like, you know what? It's cool, Dad. <laughs> it's cool, Dad. Like, uh, that ain't it. it. That math. <laughs> I, I can do math. It's, even though I hate math, Shit, I'm I surprised. I'm good at it. The one thing I cannot do is fractions. And I tell anytime niggas ask me for some help, listen, I'll help you. If it's fractions, though, I'm going to get this shit wrong. Man, I can, I, like, I, I can, I can do college-level algebra. But simple-ass fractions, that shit like Chinese to me. I ain't fucked in no school, no nothing since I graduated. Man. I can do I can do college level algebra if you give me if you give if you give me if you look and let me look at the book I can do that shit. Man, I fuck with the fractions low key, but I can I never have the whole method now the whole way you gotta. Solve. Oh, the new math is some some whole some bullshit. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right, man, let's get into the shit. Let's go. You know this is you guys' favorite segment of the motherfucking show. Trash, trash, trash. No. Yeah, trash. True. All right, so I got a, a it's a two parter. All right, okay. okay, okay. So the first one, kind of, we kind of touched on it in the intro a little bit, but the question is, okay, what would be your response if your woman asked you to invite your best friend? To y'all bedroom for a threesome. That's out. Like it's <laughs> over. My best friend, the whole female. Lucky you, Nick. Lucky you. <laughs> no, that's, that's over. Now, cause now I'm gonna be. Insecure. You saying it's over? It's a wrap. Like the relationship. Yeah, it's over. Oh. Ooh. I'm out. Cause now, now I can't be. I'm gonna be insecure every time. I can't have y'all around each other. Cause I'm gonna be insecure. Like I'm, I'm all now at this point. I'm gonna be like, I'm always gonna be like, yo, is she thinking about fucking this nigga? So I just rather, I me, I'm just, I'm not a hater. So I just rather move out the way and let y'all do y'all. 
Like, if this was on your mind, I'd rather move out and let y'all do y'all thing. Like, y'all go ahead. <laughs> I'm good. Y'all go ahead and do that. You're going to do that with the heartbreak. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to be hurt. And ho- <laughs> hopefully, he's enough for my friend to be like, nah, this my nigga. And my, I know my nigga has had real feelings for you. So, I can't do that. But you know what I'm saying? It's 2018. You know, you, I don't even put nothing past nobody. I, I, I said that, like, to kind of, like, expose the contradiction within ourselves. Okay. I asked that question. Cause we would have no shame, and like us as men would have no shame. Like you know? I'm the same both ways. Hollow. Not your best friend though. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm. I'm the same. Like same way. I'm not inviting my homeboy to a female that I really give a fuck about. I don't want to fuck with nobody in your circle. Right. That's that's gonna that's gonna cause problems. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I mean, look, you and I, I don't. I'm not gonna even. I wouldn't even. I'm not gonna bring it up. For them reasons, like not her. No, I'm some, not gonna bring. I'm not gonna bring it up. In my system, I ain't saying no. I'm nobody. not gonna bring it up because nah, of good. for the same reason. Like I even said, I don't want you to think, oh, I want to secretly fuck her, and yeah. now we can't be around each other yeah. and all that type of weird ass. Not shit. her. Like, I don't want to. Not so your, I, not your yeah. best friend. I nobody in your circle. We can go meet a random though, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. we could do a random. We could do a random. We could we could do a motherfucker girl. that's. A random girl, no, ain't no nigga. I'm not inviting no other penises into my bedroom. That's out. Yeah, but for sure, not my. If you, but if you, if you specifically say this person, somebody that's really in my circle, I'm at that point mentally, I'm stepping away. You from You ain't it. with to uh, uh, you know, you and dude, you know, give her a little double penetration. No, not why you my girl. If you just somebody, if you just somebody I'm fucking with, that's something different. But like once I made a commitment to you, no, that's out. If so you, you. Uh, you would do that with a dude, like y'all. Not double penetration. Don't don't turn this into that. Don't turn this into that. Wait, yeah. Double you, penetration. What do you mean? Nah. Double penetration is you know one in her. You it's know dick one touching in her, dick. No. One that's in her out. ass. One in her. That's out. That's no, out. No, oh no, double penetration. That's out. Like if you talking about the the, the textbook definition of double penetration. Like if you talking, about I'm in the front, he at the back. Yeah, I've done that. What do you mean? Like I'm in her mouth. Oh no! I'm vagina. talking about double, double, double. Where his legs is touching my legs, and we no. we both in. No, that's out, bro. No, that's out. That's all the way out. That's out. I mean, I've laid on the I've laid on the bed where we both we both laid on the bed and got some hair from a chick before. I ain't never been into that. What? I think I did that shit, man. I think I did that shit. Tricking off with your homeboy? I think I tricked off with Once. every nigga in my circle. I did that shit one time. I've been tricked off with every nigga. I in my ain't never like if we gonna do that. Like, I, I let me hit first, and then y'all can go in the room with her. Like, I can't do that. Mm-mm. What? I mean, I ain't never been in that shit. Not, I did it once, not no more. But like every nigga in my circle, I did it circle. once, and I only did it because you know I wanted. I was trying to look out for the homie because he had just got out. Oh, I did it with family. It's always family. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do it with family. I didn't did the. Fucking two chicks in the same bed, side by side, trying to switch. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's wild. Like, yeah, like let's that. I, I was tapping on the nigga. Like, let me. Nah, I wouldn't. Yeah, he tapping on me. Like, let me get. I yes. wouldn't ever into no yeah. shit like that. But um, uh, what? Yeah, yeah I, I would be. Uh, yeah, probably. Would it be over? I don't know if I would go as far as it's over with for me. Over, for sure. but I would probably be asking like a million questions. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Gonna, I, I've actually been approached. Like that before, like, what? What if I told you my fantasy is to have sex with two guys at one time, and it like, I can st- respect that though. We still cool. I can respect that though, but if it's my, 
Like my woman. I'm talking about somebody I really genuinely give a fuck about. Like somebody I really gave a fuck yeah, about. Yeah, but if she was like, I want to have a invite one of your co-hosts over. She legit said something similar. Like, yeah, that's uh, a wrap. Like, Damn. it's one thing to say I have a fantasy about having two males at one time. It's different when you say I want to have a, I want to have a male that I know you have a personal relationship with. That's, well, that's, women say I don't take it as a joke. I take it as you're serious as shit. I don't yeah, care how you oh, yeah. Would that would that ruin the relationship you have between you and your friend? If he took her up on it, no. Just like, would you look at him different if he if if she brought it up or if he or if he if she brought it up. It didn't go through, but would you look at him different because you know? No, I understand because I understand. Why kind of look at him away? I for sure wouldn't look at him different. If now it if, wouldn't make things awkward. Like no, damn God. My, if I find out that she like that she really feeling. pursued him and he didn't bring it to me, like hey, bro, yo, your girl want to give me some pussy. Now I'm looking at it different. Now me and him got an issue. Not like we got a fight, but we can't kick it. We can't be cool. I, I guess for me, I, I understand that men are gonna be men, mm. so I, I like I expect a nigga to entertain it. No, I I I I don't. In certain situations, like if any of my homeboys that I really fuck with, niggas that I really fuck with, girls got at me in that situation, I'm gonna tell you like, hey, bro, right? She trying to give me some. You feel me? Like, and I I think that's legit. Like, if you don't tell me. Yeah, I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I can't fuck with this nigga. Because he ain't giving me the same respect that I would have gave him. Yeah. Mm. Like, I don't give a fuck if she let you hit. That that means nothing to me. You can you can fuck, you can do what you want with her. Yeah. That don't bother me. But he gotta tell you. Yeah, let me let me know that it's being pursued if you if you know that me and her is rocking in that way. If you know I'm fucking with her that tough, let me like I I didn't did it with my family, my blood cousins. I would be like, hey bro, either I wanna hit or she want me to hit. I know you and her was rocking. Yeah. How you going to feel about this? If you going to feel a certain way, I won't do it. If you one of them niggas, if, if you say that, nigga, I don't give a fuck about that bitch. Oh, it's going down. <laughs> I'm hitting. And, and, I did, and I've, I have done this. And then yeah. my people then turned around and choked the chick out. And she didn't call me like, you know. We do not condone. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, that's what happened. And I'm like. Damn, that's fucked up. And I hollered at him like, "Damn, bro, you putting your hands on the chair?" Like I told you what it was. Like, oh no, it wasn't about you. Like, yeah, it was, bro. If you on your feelings, say let that. that sh- yeah. Say that. Say that. Say yeah. that. Don't don't. I don't want you hurting no hurting no female behind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you could have got at me. I yeah. told you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I I think it, it, it. I think you just showed me the same respect to say, man, look, this is this is what your chick on. Okay, cool. Go ahead, do your thing. Yeah. I wouldn't give a fuck how much I care about it though. At that point, yeah. If I'm, yeah. If I'm, if I got feelings for you, and you, and you bring that shit up, it's a wrap. Like this, yeah. It ain't. It's just so I can move out your way because I don't want. I don't want to be walking around being insecure. I don't. Cause yeah, I, that's I, don't, how. I don't think I can. I, don't, I couldn't bring my friend around and be comfortable leaving the room. And I don't. That's not. A, that's not a situation I want to be in. I don't want to be in a relationship where I can't have the people I care about in the room and can't take my eyes off y'all. I'm too I'm too old for that shit. If he turn around and hit though, then what? If he Ooh. hit, then that why both of you mm. both are bleeding. Now, what hurt. did that turn into? If he like, all right, bro, I'm finna, I'm finna smack. When I leave, when I leave the situation alone, I like I, I just, hopefully I'll be good with it. Like okay, 
I got left her alone for that purpose. So like, now they just I, you didn't y'all do y'all. And y'all just out at the kids' birthday party and he's with your ex. I still fuck. <laughs> no. If you if, like if you if you date her if if you date her after I didn't got nothing hitting her, that's on you. That's on you. I'm I'm probably I'm I'm definitely not going. Mm. I'm for sure gonna be the petty nigga to try to hit again. I oh you didn't got a whole relationship with her. Shit, the best pussy is a pussy that don't belong to you no more. Then I had a situation. My exes and I didn't got my exes into whole relationships with homeboys. Like they damn near married kids, awesome all shit. But I ain't had no feelings for the chick. Now if if the chick coming around, it I had feelings. In. All you right. at your kid's birthday party. I don't know. The second part of this question uh, is um, think what could a woman say that would absolutely destroy you? Argument or otherwise. Just some shit that a woman is saying. You'd be like, that kind of fucked me up a little bit. Why did you say that? What can fuck you up in the inside? You can put it out there now. Now you know everybody know, but it, you kind of fought it. I know. I, I know. One time for me, and this is when I was. This is when I. I didn't know that my son was my son at the time. Yeah. I knew that there was a baby, and I know I had had a protected sex with this person, and me and her. Me and her was cool, but I hadn't found out he was mine yet. And we all. It was like a group of us when hung out, and she just. We all at the dinner table, and she just was like, "I don't want my son to be like you," and that shit. Tore me apart Cause I'm like Damn mm. I was like damn Like I couldn't understand Like why Like I'm not a bad person I mean I, I'm in school at the time I'm not ugly Like Yeah I'm in the church I was I was deep in I was in the church <laughs> at the time. Like why would you not Want your son to fucking be like That shit tore me up <laughs> Yeah And then she came back With the stupidest shit she was Like I, I just meant like Cause you Cause you wear do-rags and You wear you you wear do rags. I don't want my son to wear do rags. I don't want my son to be a thug. Like bitch, that's not what you wow. meant. But she like she did. She said this shit in front was of me. She white? No, my son. Mama, this is my this is my she was, this is my son. I just didn't know he was mine yet. Like this is before I found out he's mine. But she just like I don't want my son to be like you. That's crazy. That shit, that shit fucked, fucked me up. up. Like that re- that really fucked me up. I don't I don't know what would break me. I gotta think. I gotta think. What would just. Destroy, like just destroy me. Yeah, like just that's fucked up, man. I'm gonna try to think like it will stick with you. As if I'm trying not to get the kids involved because anything with the kids gonna destroy me. So outside of the kids, any uh, a regret, like female telling me like she should have never, or like I'm just the biggest disappointment in life. Or something probably. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what would just destroy me. Yeah. Cause I have that oh well attitude. Like fuck you. So I don't. I don't know what it. What it just trigger it for me. Mm, I'm trying to think. Uh. I don't know. Maybe right now, if I'm thinking about this very moment, yeah, anything with with anything with my kids will probably get to me. Uh, I can take jokes all day long, but like if it was some like serious shit, like about my weight or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like I can take a joke, you know what I'm saying? I can take jokes all day long, but if it was like if I felt like it was if I felt like it was malicious, like it was like like go some like you're mean type shit. Like yeah, that would probably fuck me up. Like, <laughs> that nigga said like oh, wait. <laughs> oh yeah, like, shit. I know I'm a little big right now. Uh, let me find out you got old percent, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, other than that, yeah, I, I just uh, yeah, everything else I have to be with my kids, like my kids for sure. But just yeah, anything with the kids to fuck me. Just up, anything, man. just relationship wise, I don't think it's nothing that could just break me. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, let's get into the portion of the show you guys have learned to to stomach uh, they pretty well. Shit. They love this shit. Uh, let's get into Ivan's uh, old school smooth groove. Old school smooth groove, and this one I'm sad. This the, the way this the way this is one coming out. It kind of made me sad. It's bittersweet. I would say bittersweet because I've been holding on to this song for for a minute. This is the Sam nigga. This is him. There you go. This is him. This I is like this is, is honest, this is honestly one of my favorite songs of all time. Like I love this song, and I've kind of been holding on to him. But like you know, you know, the, the, the universe throw you signs sometimes. <laughs> and last week. Two days in a row, his name came up on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? And one of the people I don't even know. I just he he was commenting on on Vinci post, and he brought up this he brought this particular artist up, and I was like, damn, this is the second time in two days somebody brought this artist up. Yeah. So you know, I gotta let it go. I've been holding on to this one from day one. Yeah, hold on. Before you get into that, you know how much money the league has made off of taking Melo's hoodie style shit? Because you know they all wear hoodies on the sideline. Like yeah. jackets with the hoods on them, yeah. they got that from Melo. You know how much money they didn't got from that? He can't get a check. And that nigga ain't even in the league. No, they ain't got him out the league. Took his oh, idea. Man, I, got, I got to tell my Melo boy in a minute. Word to Melo, man. <sighs> Big Var. They took his idea too. Got him the fuck up out of here. Amen. All right, old school smooth group. Shout out to the guy Melo, man. Here we go. I was just listening to this album. Vinci just got on last week. Just got on it. There's some, there's some shit you definitely play like during the love. Uh, I got the hookup love scene. The flame that never dies. The good and bad I haven't got deep into the album yet. So I like the album, but nothing stuck out to me yet. And when the world outside was feeling so unkind. You were there to pick me up. Oh, how I need your smile. That nigga sound like Tevin Campbell after a pack of cigarettes. This that shit. Give me, give me, give me another, Let me, let me rock out this, the verse too. Even though you're away, I can still see you. Nigga, we don't got four minutes. Come on, man. Let, give, me, give me a little time. <laughs> Damn it. Let it, let it rock out. You can only find this on YouTube anyway. <laughs> Come on, Sam. <laughs> Come. 
Like an angel by my side This nigga sound like Eminem after a bar of freestyle rapping Oh shit Damn it, Sam. That nigga's definitely straining. Come on, man. I need you. Man. I need you. I need you to relax on the Sam Salter Slam. Nah, uh, too much feedback. Oh. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, was that it? Yeah, man. I just paused. Oh you know what I'm saying? The box ass music. Hey, man. Top, one of my what top the songs. fuck is that? Wait, man. That shit was trash. Hey, that album ended up being Vinci. pretty cool, though. Let him know. That album, that album. That shit was trash, man. Who got me on this? Stunner Cold. Was it Stunner Cold? It was Cold. It was Cold. Stunner Cold, man. Shout yeah. out to you. That shit was trash. I was asking for new music. This nigga brought all the 90s shit. He brought this, this one. Nigga, this nigga saying this is trash, but early in the, in the podcast, D'Angelo had the, the top greatest. album. Jesus Christ. R&B album. Jesus Christ. That album, that's, that's I asked you niggas, give me a more influential R&B album that changed the game like that one did and y'all can't do it. You you said Thriller and Thriller was a pop album. I don't I don't that's I don't see what he changed in the game. He I've, changed the sound. How I've, did how? Neo Soul never became that mainstream. You got like Maxwell. Everybody took Maxwell was it. Oh, you got um, no stars came from the neo soul genre, no real stars. Maxwell was it? Jill Scott? Is she is she famous for her singing? Erica Badu. Okay, I'll give you Erica Badu. Maxwell, I'm not giving you D'Angelo. She's not Rafael Sadiq. D'Angelo didn't go nowhere. Rafael Sadiq. Rafael Sadiq. Rafael Sadiq was before D'Angelo. Yes, he was. Yeah, but as a solo act, he didn't. He they, didn't. He's not. Rafael Sadiq is not as big of a name as Tony. 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 It's not. This one's trash. What? Without Rafael Sadiq. What's, what's the next subject? Well, of course. Like, yeah, they're super trash without him. But there is and no they, Tony, 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 Tony without said, him. And they said, um, you know, I was digging into the album and shit, you know, because I was jamming to it at the house. And um, he played, I'm guessing this is during the time where, like, Tony, Tony, Tony was, Rafael Sadiq wasn't in the group. And D'Angelo played Lady for them. And it was like, this ain't it, fam. I don't like it. That's what Tony 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 told Yes. And then follow that up with telling D'Angelo, look, man, everything you write isn't a hit. They missed the boat. Play us fuck <laughs> up. Yeah. That's a big ass boat. I don't really think you be I, I, I think it's just certain people boat. gonna like stuff that you Lady? Don't like. Lady was a dope record. Yeah, but but do you should we talk about is, is, lady, is Lady a dope record if Tony 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 sings it without no. Raphael City? No, it's not. But Hell no. There it, is nothing in that out. There is nothing in that song that says I don't like this. You right about that? I'll give you with that. D'Angelo singing it. If someone else sings, yes, it, he played them the song and they said so, I don't like. No, if, he played the the finished. He played the exactly. song for them. So if they take the song from him and they put it on something that they're making, no, who, no, 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 hit? you're missing my point. He wasn't playing it for them to take. Oh, he was just playing it playing for them for them to listen to it. Well, hell, didn't didn't Miguel get kicked out of a, a, a R and B group that did nothing, and he went on to become a star like Man, some time people and fuck after, up. After well, watching I, it, I didn't know he was after watching the interview. You didn't with, see that uh, little. He's on a reality show or some shit. After watching interviews with CeeLo, songs he said he turned down. That he turned out happy, hits. didn't he? Yeah, like speaking of CeeLo, man, I'm gonna look. 
I know everybody likes to put Outkast and, and as one of the greatest groups ever. But you can't get him credit without talking about the Dungeon Family, dude. Goddamn right. The Dungeon Family gave them all their early music. That to me, Goddamn those right. Outkast al- albums to me were like a collective with Dre and Big Boy as like the lead singers. They were. But that was a those were group projects. Those early Goody Mob albums, my God. My God. And I Okay. That, what? You brought me to my second conversation without even trying to. So <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna throw a spoiler in here, you know, because the music that we had to review for the week is Gucci Mane. Oh God. So I'm so mad. My son my son had a game on Sunday. Yeah. So we, I'm, I'm, so I, I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna get a jump on the Gucci Mane while I'm in here watching my son game. Yeah. So we get in the car, you know, I got the Bluetooth shit. So we get yeah. in the car, Gucci Mane come on. Mm-hmm. Dad, please turn this off. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> God. So he basically was like, Atlanta's trash. There's no good artist that comes oh, from Atlanta. Nah, going too far. I'm like, wait, what about Ti? He like, okay, Ti. I'm like, what about three stacks? He's like, oh, he from Atlanta? I'm like, yeah, he from Atlanta. I'm like, okay, I get three stacks. He's like, who else? Jermaine. I'm like, Usher. No, he's talking about rap. He's talking about hip hop. Okay. So I'm like, Jermaine, Bow Wow, not Shad Moss, but Bow Wow. Bow Wow's from Ohio. He's from Ohio. I was like, what about yeah. Ludic- what about yeah. Ludacris? He's like, Dad, he's trash. Maybe that nigga Shad Moss is from Atlanta then. <laughs> Either way, we don't we don't acknowledge that nigga. <laughs> I'm like, what about Ludacris? He's like, Dad, he's trash. Two chains? I definitely didn't bring up two chains. And I'm like, what about Saha the Prince? He's like, mm, he's cool. Like, other than that, there's nobody from Atlanta. And like at that point, I'm like, I'm at first of all, I'm flabbergasted. Like, how could he say this? Then I got to thinking, like, Gucci Mane, T.I., Ludacris, Young Jeezy, Big Boy, Killer Mike, Andre. I can I, I don't listen to enough Killer Jermaine, Mike. Jermaine, I fuck with Young Dro. Oh, I forgot about Young Dro. I don't listen to enough Killer Mike. Atlanta, Atlanta for sure got a lot of artists. Childish Gambino, but he was like dope artists. He's like they don't put out no dope music. They don't put out. They don't have no dope rappers. Yeah, that's false. Shout out to Pastor Troy. Yeah, don't say his name though. <laughs> <laughs> what? You gotta put some edit, edit, respect <laughs> edit. Pastor Troy name. Nigga. So I'm just, I edit. really was like, I'm gonna ask the podcast, like who, who are some dope? Who do y'all consider like dope artists from Atlanta? Because I really was struggling, like. Yeah, I remember Jazzy Faye. Where the fuck he go? He's what? a producer. He don't. He no, don't man, I, no ain't, I haven't heard a Jazzy <laughs> Faye. Like, I ain't heard a Jazzy Faye. He said T.I. Ludacris, Ludacris did amazing for Atlanta. I told him that. He he, he, he did, didn't want to give me Ludacris. Ludacris did great. He didn't want to give me Ludacris. Uh, shit. I'm not. Killer, Killer Mike's a dope artist, but I'm not going to name him because he don't got the accolades. Um, Killer Mike? Killer Mike, dope. He's a dope artist. Give me another nigga that outshine outcast on the record. I don't listen. I saw. I don't listen to the big. I don't listen to enough Killer, Killer Mike, Mike for show is a dope. That artist. nigga out on uh, the whole world. Outshine both of them. He niggas. did spit. I, I just. I don't, I don't listen to enough Killer Mike to, to vouch for him. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, in my but mind, now man, he's like, all oh, his music is like real political. So who else? Because I, I, I just G- gave you a bunch. Jeezy makes good music. I don't know if he's a dope artist though. Jeezy changed the game. Two chains is kind of the same. 
Nah, it's some dope rap. He's he's like cause I he, done named a few. He, he his favorite artist is J Cole. So I think in his mind he's oh, well, shout yeah, out to Gambino's yeah. from Atlanta. Man, shout out to uh, shout out but to y'all. Say Jared Gambino don't make rap music. He made he just make music. Whatever yeah, it turned out. Put, to you can't put him in a box. So I'm like, okay, who who I'm just trying, I'm trying to think like, damn, do Atlanta have any really dope spitters other than Ti and Three Stacks? And to me, I said Ludacris, but he ain't and Ludacris. 21, 21, 21. Definitely wouldn't have never said his name. You need I, I think they bro. Atlanta for sure know how to make a hit. Like Atlanta, been running oh for sure, they, they, Atlanta, they run, they run the sound. They run the sound they know how to make for hits. years. I'm like, do they have dope rappers? Atlanta been running the sound since early 2000s. Yeah, about two thousand, about two thousand, two thousand two. They've had a chokehold on that for sure. And yeah. I, I had another question. I, I was I, some shit I was pondering on my own. It's about Uncle. It's about Uncle Snoop. So we know. Snoop is basically a cultural icon and a rap legend. Arguably the the most known, one of the most known celebrities, and I want I can't even say rap rapper. Fact, I would say most fact. known. I say, he's in he's the a world. cultural icon. Right? Yeah, I ain't gonna ask a cultural icon. It's kind of it's kind of. He's not most known. He's not an icon. icon. He's not a he's not an Ooh. icon for the culture. I ain't going ain't going that far for sure. For sure, I, I ain't okay. going there. He's been amazing at like rebranding himself and Fact. keeping himself out there. Really? As far as a cultural I'm not a, I'm not a icon, big, I'm not a big Snoop fan, but he's, I mean, he's game sure. shows he's done shows. Yeah, he's, he's great at putting. He's he's great at keeping his face out there. He's great at kind of making him keeping himself like culturally relevant. But as far as you saying icon, I've listened to his daughter music lately. She decent she? too. Icon is a strong word, bro. I, nah, I think, I think nah. He, he get icon as far as, as far as the West Coast for sure. I think Snoop is just a cultural. I, I don't think I don't think there's a there's a corner of the world that listens to rap music that wouldn't know who Snoop Dogg is. Yeah, he's one of the most. Yeah, that's iconic. That's not iconic. <laughs> I mean. But that wasn't my point. Hey, my point. Mother, was, okay, motherfucking Kim Kardashian is one of the most known women in the fucking universe. Would you say icon. she's an icon? What did she do? Iconic. Nothing. Her family is amazing at keeping their name out there. Yeah, they turned that shit into a, a multi, mother, uh, yes. hundred million dollar business. But that does that no make her iconic? Every every go every rapper every rapper from every era after Snoop. Well, every era after Snoop, some rapper has mentioned Snoop as either one of their favorites, one of their most influential, or some of some sort in every era from Davies to right. Nipsey Hussle to. All them didn't all mention Snoop, so Absolutely. that that makes you to me that makes you iconic. The same way as Dre, I feel Dre is iconic with producing wise. Although to me, we say he just made a he just made a say, drum line. When you say icon, I'm thinking like more of on like a give me a name. <sighs> icon, icon, icon. When you when you tell the story of as rap, a as a Pac, Pac is iconic for sure. It's Snoop on that level. Yes. You got it. I think so. I think you so. You got it. But that that, so. that give me give me give me something Snoop has done that you will say this is iconic. A youthful ball. First, remember Tupac died at twenty five. So absolutely what? no small feet. So oh, I'm gonna go back in 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 while we speaking of age. D'Angelo made that album at twenty one. Okay, nice. Tupac, <laughs> Tupac died at twenty five. Okay. He died at twenty five. So. We don't know what Pac would have been at 40, 45. We don't, we don't know. Well into his, he's like 50. What we is Snoop lying? We don't know what he would have 
What is Snoop Lion right now? Yeah, he's doing weird shit with Became. Martha Stewart. But the majority of the time, he's smoking weed on Instagram, talk, talking bad about the Pittsburgh Steelers and smoking weed and for, doing old ass concerts for the West Coast. He come is, on, man, give me something. I'm, I'm, give me something. I don't, I don't have nothing for Tupac. But I don't know if being, I don't know if staying culturally relevant, keeping your face out there, is iconic. It's iconic when multiple people inside the culture feels like they can't speak on none of the greats or nothing without mentioning Snoop. I don't hear Snoop out there with the greats. I hear Snoop a lot. I think Snoop, I think he's iconic. Now, that, but that, I didn't get the, that was part of my question. No, go ahead, keep going. Cool. So to me, to me, he's a cultural icon. I but you. We consider him a rap legend too. But Snoop has only put out to me one classic album. One. How did he become a rap legend? That's the difference between keeping your faith. Like, okay, so I agree. Like, there was this argument that I was listening to today, where kind of like when people be bringing up the greatest forwards, they tend to always bring up Charles Barkley, but forget Doctor Doctor J. And the argument was made that's because what well, Doctor J, as great as he is, he's all he always even now keeps a very low profile. Charles Barkley is on TV all the fucking time. So it stays in your mind. So when you talk when you're talking about the greatest, most people think of relevancy. Um, I don't know about that. Uh, you know. see Charles Barkley every day. You don't see Dr. J every Dr. J every day. I keep fucking I keep saying Dr. Dre. Dr. You don't J. see Dr. J every day. Julius but you Irving. see Charles Barkley on TV multiple times a day talking about basketball. So it's easy to keep Charles Barkley in your mind. I, I, I feel like I don't feel like Dr. J's name has been left out of the conversation. I I personally don't. I ain't never I, I it's rare that I've heard Dr. J uh, I think name is one of the greatest forwards. I think especially when you take into the account the players in today's game, the some of the most iconic players that ever played this game play at Dr. J's spot. You talk about Larry yeah, Bird, Ford. LeBron James, yeah. KD. So I think I think Dr. J was in the. I think he's in a tough position because a lot of people play his spot, but I don't think he's left out of the conversation. But we talk about Snoop. He for sure not left out of the conversation. No, he not. But yeah, how how did Snoop become a rap legend? With only in twenty five plus years, only one classic album. Cultural relevancy is not iconic. Keep trying to tell y'all. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said to me they're the two separate things. I, to me, he's for sure a, a cultural icon. He, he he represents the rap culture in every form or facet. Do he don't? No. I, how not? How does he? I'm a, I'm asking how. When you think of rap, when you think of people, you you think of pioneers in the rap game. Snoop, Snoop name don't come up to you. And he and he's still and That's he's one still of the pioneers. Relevant. Yeah, but that doesn't. He's he's still relevant. Like he's he's done he's done too much to not. To me, like what like weird shit. Like I mean, I'm not I'm not. Saying, it, didn't, it didn't have anything. Snoop Lion reggae album, it, it, gospel. Now he didn't put out a gospel. Like come on now, you keeping yourself relevant, but the shit ain't like it's still trash. I didn't. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing. So I'm with just. That part. He was one of he was part of an era that will never be forgotten. And honestly, he may be besides Daz and Daz ain't not, and ain't nobody checking for Daz. 
or or corrupt, he might be the last one standing from that era, which makes him so big. Who else in Death Row is like out there like that from that from that time? Nobody from Death Row. But that was such a Dre. That was still a so that was an infamous. He ain't out there like that though. His name is still synonymous with rap music. That's a credit to his genius. He doesn't have to be. Snoop has to stay out there to stay relevant. He has to stay out there. Maybe. I, 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 he wants to, though. It's not like he's... Hey, I, 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 look, I love his music. I, his album, to this day, there will never be... I don't think there will ever be an album as anticipated as his was. I don't think there's ever be another album that was as crazy as it was when his was released. He's put out some solid projects since. I'm for sure not a big Snoop fan. He, which took, is surprising coming from you because I know you super West Coast. I'm he took West on Coast. the pimp era. He's able to consistently put, rebrand himself. Put out a porn. <laughs> Whatever. First nigga to make a porn. Um, in the music industry. That was wild. Yeah, Snoop is just amazing at keeping himself relevant, but that doesn't equate to iconic. When I, when I think of i when I think of iconic in anything, whether it's music, sports, movies, I think of people that touched other people. That when other people come up in that genre or that whatever, they speak on it. So I figure that is that's iconic to me. I love it when you say genre. Was it called say nothing? I was going to say nothing. When when anybody come up in that. Yeah, genre. <laughs> I ain't gonna never get the word right. Um, genre burn, genre burn. <laughs> um, when anybody, I feel, I feel genre like when you burn. when you spoke on like when people consistently speak on you every time they come in, I I figure that to me that's iconic. I think that's iconic. See, to see, me. and this is okay. So we take this argument then. When you or Ivan talk about when we talk about music and y'all talk about me, right? Most of my influences are from the old school. I'm going to always bring up old school music. Okay. Right. Right? So when you're talking about these artists bringing up Snoop, they're talking about his influence way back when. And his influence is why. Does that make his influence plays a part in their career? He still has, you don't think he still has an influence today? Maybe not as as strong as 92, 93. You don't think Snoop still has an influence? Musically? I'm not, I'm just, that's no. what I'm saying. That's what makes him an icon. I'm not even saying musically. I'm saying like... Snoop is amazing at rebranding himself in a microwave era. But I agree I agree with all of that. I agree with he's, everything you're saying. He's put he's put players... I, I spoke on the football league. I, I mentioned the football league. He, there are players in the NFL who credit like, Snoop's I get, I, football I, I, league I, to help I him get, get to that. where they at. I mean, I, like I said, it's 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 subjective. I, I don't think you... I, to me, being an icon means you've made an impact in more than one area. More than one... More than one area. Iconic to me would just be like, even though he's kind of overrated, but big, pop, like I don't think they. I don't think that's Jay. To me, to like me, like they're moving the culture, not staying relevant, but moving it. How can is Snoop on that died. level? Big died. I don't know how he moved the culture. He died, and then he was spoke on forever. 
same with Pac, and I'm a super Pac fan. He died, and he was spoke on forever. I don't think that's moving the culture. Like you died, you can throw on a Pac album right now, and it takes you. I can. You can throw on almost any Pac album right now, and it takes you to a place. It gives you a feeling that I don't think any other music can touch. And he was so much bigger than hip hop. But there are people out there that's moving the culture, and I don't know if Snoop is doing that. He's just staying relevant. Like I said, to I agree. Me it's just a little. I mean, I mean it's a little different. Kim Kardashian. She stays relevant, but the the young one is pushing the pushing the culture or pushing that family. The young one is doing, but to me, nobody the influential shit. Nobody comes. What's her nothing. name? Is it Kendall? Nobody. Kim, you don't think Kim was? You don't think Kim was? Maybe okay. no. Kim nobody, was amazing. I don't. At, I don't know what what Kim is good at. I don't know what she's famous like. Nobody comes into whatever, wherever she, whatever she does, whatever her artistry is, whatever the fuck she is. Nobody comes there and say, you know what, I want to do something with Kim because of this. Mm, I don't know. I'm, yeah, you, you might be kind of. Yeah. Who do? <laughs> who, who say I want to do something with Kim because of this? Like yeah. Kim, who? Kim, that Kim family come, dog. That's Kim just come a, with Kim come with twelve. Who I, said? Who comes up and dog, says, you know I, what, I want to go reach out nigga, to Kim to do something look, with Kim because I've of heard this. a brand nigga that whole they nigga they turn that whole family. I'm not knocking the brand. What I'm saying is, who comes in and says I want to do something with Kim because of this? What I'm saying is, compared to Snoop, Kim stays relevant. She oh, stays oh, relevant. That's cool. But the 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 is it the one that's with Travis? That's Kylie. The one that's almost then made damn near almost a billion. That's Kylie. That's the one that's moving the culture. How does she move the culture? What culture she, is she shit, moving? She got the the lip shit. Uh, the, that's moving the, the culture. Commercials. What culture is she moving? Yeah, like in, her, 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 I think it was what her lip culture? shit didn't made like so what much. What culture? That's not moving the culture. What culture though. is That's, she moving? She not ours. She sold a product. That's not what culture, culture is she moving? Is she moving the makeup culture? What culture is yeah, she moving? Yeah, I would say that. How did she? Because she sold a product. Didn't didn't was up the the, the lady from uh, New Orleans sold them made a million dollars in twenty four yeah, hours. That's a little different. That, it, was, it was way under twenty four hours. I thought I rechecked it. Yeah, and she, it was and ninety. In fact, I'm not fact checking right now, but we we're gonna it was to, ninety. We're gonna have to revisit this one, or we be talking in circles all night. Uh, you robbed the Gucci Mane album. What y'all think of it? I'm mad. I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> like all week. I'm like, damn, why did I say that? Because when I went back and listened to it, and like I told you, I was starting to think I was going to start liking Gucci Man because I really liked the Bruno Mars song. Okay, I really liked that song, right? So I was like, okay, maybe there's going to be one Gucci Man album I'm going to like. So I'm going to bring it up because I I, I want to stop bringing up music that I don't like. <laughs> so I'm not doing that no more. That's it, Gucci Man. You Gucci Man is the end for me. <laughs> I'm not bringing up no albums that I don't like. None. Ivan. Uh, well, for me, right? I'm gonna say this is like I've never. Okay, let me. Uh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've never been a Gucci Man fan. Ever. Okay. So I'm, I I go into this project listening to it. This is my first Gucci Man project I've ever listened to. Yeah. Damn. Ever. Like I, I, and I was really on on my way here in the car. I was like, I was thinking, like, have I ever heard a Gucci verse that sounded good to me? And I, I only think of one. That was the steady mob, the, the steady mobbing verse on the Young Money album. He was speaking okay. that to me. Other than that, I've never heard anything from Gucci man that moved me. 
So this is my first Gucci Mane project. It sounded like what I thought it would sound like. It didn't do. <laughs> and I, 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 I did find myself bobbing my head to a few tracks. Absolutely. Which, 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 it threw me. Um, he for sure always got the beats. He got about the four. The production is always there. Four or five. That I was like, okay, this ain't this ain't too bad. Like I don't, I don't mind. I think. Um, yeah. I think my picks were probably cool. the cold shoulder joint with never uh, young boy NBA. Um, lost y'all mind with Quavo. I think I was was cool to me. Um, Mad Russian, which I I'm mad at myself for liking that one. That's one of the ones like fuck, nigga. I can't, I'm yeah. mad. At, I can't get this shit out of my head. That one was cool. I think the last two, the money calling and um, they kept back with Lil Pump. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, for some reason, that one song on that, you like it, the Bruno Mars shit. I like that, that shit is trash, I hate bro. That, my, I hate that shit. my fucking kids love it, like dude. That, that, that fucking shit is trash. Um, it. okay, let me ask you something, uh, Vinci. Since we was on iconic, would you call Gucci Man icon? Yes, I would too. I just thought. I didn't know where you was going with that one. Just because I don't like Snoop. Yeah, yeah. You know I, I, no, I no, no. I, I, for I, sure. I, he for yeah. sure icon to me wait, for Atlanta. Wait. When you, wait. if you speak on, if you ask any of these rappers, if you ask any of these First rappers they bring up. who they either look up to, who put them on, or who they they're kind, they kind of uh, paint their music after, they would say good. They say Gucci Mane. So wait, so Gucci Mane is an icon, super icon out of Atlanta. Hey, dude, I just think of the, all the people he put on. I'm not. I'm listen. I'm not even knocking it. Yeah. I'm saying. And then speaking of the, can you name another nigga that actually said what I do in my raps and lived kind of like to tell about it? That nigga said, "You touch my chain, I'm a kid. You a nigga touch his chain, he killed him." I'm, I'm I'm with all that, right? My only argument is my question for Spence though. When I listened, when I went to his album before you go, because right? that's what that's what it brought me. Because I was listening to Father's Day, Father's Day, Father's the nigga was, was my be- song. That's the best I song fuck on the with track. Father's Day. But that nigga was, you know, he kind of solidified his statement saying that he is the vin- inventor of trap music. Look, Gucci for sure is iconic out of. But if he's not the inventor, then he he certainly has. He certainly he for sure boosted. He certainly has made has made more of an influence on Atlanta, on the Atlanta rap scene. What's crazy? But globally, is shit. I had this conversation with my little bro all the time about Gucci because of when we was coming up, uh, Jeezy was the one. Like we didn't give a fuck about Gucci. Jeezy was beefing Gucci, was Gucci and we was listening to Jeezy, right? right? And Jeezy is like nowhere to be found. And then when Atlanta started coming up with the new mumble rap and all that type of stuff and uh, um, Migos started coming out and all the different Atlanta rappers started coming out, all of them was like Gucci, Gucci, yeah. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. And I was like, why is they so on Gucci? Then when Gucci came home, I was like, this is crazy. But look how many niggas he put on. He put on, uh, he, he, he put the Migos on. He put Future on. He put Walker on. I fuck with OJ the Juice, man. I don't know where he at now, but I fucked with him back in the day. He put Fatty Wap on. Shit. He put Chief Keef on. So, what gave him a, gave him his okay. stamp of approval. So, this, was, this was my question to you, though. We, we Nikki, a, he, he, did he, he was the first to sign Nikki, he right? He was the first with Nikki. We, we had a conversation earlier in the podcast when we were speaking on rappers and you were speaking on growth. Who yeah. do we hold to 
Who who has to grow and who don't? Because Gucci Man never grows. He haven't nah. did no growth. And, and a part of that was kind of I was kind of disappointed. Like I'm 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 here for the ignorant Gucci, right? But now nigga the nigga eating leaves. He got a motherfucking six pack. He didn't change his life up, and I kind of was looking. And Not necessarily get, like changing get, your whole sound up, but I'm like, damn, could you at least talk about it on one track, maybe? And let me hear something. But when I was I mean, listening to this, I was like, I'm gonna ask Spence, who who has to grow? Because yeah. this nigga ain't good at all. <laughs> nah, at all. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm still I'm sitting here, I'm flabbergasted <laughs> that we just gave Gucci this iconic status and Snoop Dog, he's can't get it. When you Gucci you ask it. these rappers or who he signed or who I give he's it, I give it to on. Snoop for the I give it to Snoop. You but got I give it to. to. The, I give it to him mainly for the West Coast and for other people like when Davies came out and saying what he said about Snoop. So Snoop, I give it to him for that. Gucci is a different level. When when Spence spoke on what have Snoop brought to us, you know what I'm saying? Like what Gucci actually gave a lot of people a lot of people in Atlanta game. He the reason for them taking the independent way the way he took it, uh, them getting bigger on their business, them learning to grind, them understanding that it's not all about your your um your lyrics, but your grind and your style and all. Like Gucci is for that for Atlanta. He's that for Atlanta. I'm with. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. His influence. Gucci his influence. Being an icon. When you when when you. I just don't understand why Snoop. Why why there was an objection to Snoop being an icon. I didn't object. You didn't. It's a, I didn't object. I, we, I don't object as far as the West when Coast. You, okay, when you culture. when you say okay, so I say I said Gucci may not be an inventor, but he's had more of an influence on Atlanta. What influ- Who has who has Snoop put on? Except besides the Eastsiders. He's. I can't think of anybody he's put. He on. put on nobody that made it nowhere. When to me. When you Do, when, when, when you when you think when about you think, when you, you think, think about Snoop, Atlanta when you think about Atlanta rappers when you think about who. Who represents Atlanta to me? Gucci Mane isn't the first name that comes to my head. But that's that will probably be because you haven't probably you've never listened to. Yeah, him. but Gucci has an influence. When I'm speaking to Snoop, Snoop is like the cool uncle. Who cool? Snoop is like the cool uncle. Like you Snoop think, throwing this verse real quick. When you, throw, uh, when you think of West Coast rap, name somebody else who who who, who name pop up before Snoop. Who who you who name who you could even, who you name we could even throw up there? With Dre. Cube, shit. At this point, Maybe Cube, the, the game, Kendrick, the game. Absolutely, nah, I can't man. say the game before Snoop because his whole first album was about Snoop and Dre. Come on, I not, say Dre, but not maybe Dre. Snoop. Maybe Dre, the but game, the game been rapping about Snoop every album. It's, there's not Snoop an album to me where is he's like not the cool Snoop. uncle that you you smoke with and y'all just smoke, talk talk some shit, and whatever comes from that comes from that. When you Gucci, you gonna leave with some shit. I, I'm here for. I'm not. I'm not objecting. That's just my thing. I'm not objecting to Gu, to Gucci being an icon. I just don't understand why Snoop ain't getting that respect. Like I said, I'm not a fan of neither one of them music. Right. So with me, it's just knowing what Gucci has done for Atlanta. Gucci has done so much for Atlanta. Snoop, L.A. But West Coast, what the West Coast? I'm just asking, y'all giving him this culture. I, I, I give, just no, I give, give him something. I give him the West Coast. I give him that for the West Coast because, like I said, when people come up, they mention Snoop. Snoop, Snoop is a big name for them. They like, oh, this 
Wiz Khalifa was big on Snoop when he first came out. Absolutely. That's absolutely. all he was saying was Snoop, 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 yeah. Snoop, Snoop. Mother him and uh what's his name look just alike. Who? Nipsey. Nipsey Hustle. And Nipsey, Nipsey to me, Nipsey remind me of Snoop. I ain't going that far. Nipsey for sure remind me of Snoop. His music and Snoop sounds the same to me forever. They always have sound no. the same to me. They remind me of each other. Snoop ain't never put an album out like Nipsey just did. I'm not saying never Snoop, in his fucking I'm not life. saying Snoop is the motivation type of person. I'm saying the sound. They sound. They rap similar. They cadence is similar. Yeah, they have all that shit is similar to me. Maybe the cadence. Yeah, like it's similar. Yeah. It's similar. I'm not saying Snoop rap with as much substance as Nipsey, especially not fresh out. Nipsey, Nipsey gave you real hustle, motivation music, and not 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 on no. Oh, sell drugs. He gave you it on a sense of get your mental start, right and like some real yeah. yeah. So I I for sure give Nipsey that. But I'm saying to me they sounded the same. Forever I used to say all crypt music sounded like. <laughs> um yeah, so I fucked with the you know, twenty one, twenty one, twenty one. I fucked with the twenty one joint, the twenty one collab. I hated that one. Uh Gucci Flow was A one on that joint. Um yeah, man, twenty one, man. You, you you played the world, man. You, you nigga talking about he forgot his release date. So, <laughs> December twenty second, nigga. I need that. But not me. You can keep it. Twenty one and offset, and I'm good. Uh, That's all I'm waiting. I'm, I'm cool on both of those. All right, man. Let's get into the the shit. Let's go, man. This is one I'm 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 excited for. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. Before we even get to that, the Avengers trailer. I think I feel the opposite of y'all. Y'all was hyped up about this shit, wasn't y'all? Uh, I didn't really. It didn't move me. Did you, I, I did mean, you see the whole know. trailer? Just a piece, because at first they the, at first the they first. just sent me the um the first one I seen was was just Iron Man talking to the oh, mask, and then one. it then it kind of cut off. The first one I seen was like half of the whole trailer. It oh, was like only a minute or some trailer. other trailer. I so I was like, uh, this shit didn't move me. What? And then the, the first time I've seen the Marvel trailer, and it's like, no. Nah. Maybe because maybe because I'm we finally seeing like an Avengers trailer, I was more excited about it. But they didn't really give you anything. Um, I for sure was more into the Captain Marvel trailer. I, I wasn't into that <laughs> at all. Uh, Iron Man had me all sad and shit, man. That kind of had me sad. But I think it's inevitable that Captain Marvel saves him. Somebody does. I'm not sure who. Man, I just, the the. You you seen Ant Man too? Not yet. You haven't seen it. Yet. I gotta get it. Mm. I gotta get it. Okay, so the the part with Ant Man, I'm not gonna. The part with Ant Man knocking the on the door. Quantum thing is in his fucking van, ain't it? The part with Ant Man knocking on the door is a big part. If you watch Ant Man two, the way that Ant Man two ends, and then the you know the after the after shit. Yeah. So me seeing Ant Man knock on the door, like okay, they got Ant Man finna come back. Ant Man gonna give him some game. Um. All that shit. I I was into this this trailer. I wasn't. This is uh, the first time. I, this is the first one I seen. I mean, I know I. You know, you you the bigger Marvel guy than I am. Hawkeye's costume. A, apparently, there's a you know the um, a Hawkeye Ronin kind of uh, sequence or whatever. Like I don't know if you know the Ronin. The Ronin. Thing, no. Um, it's, it's so like is a, he gonna, is he gonna be a villain? This. I don't think so. Okay. He just. From what I, from what it looks like, it looked like he lost a lot. Like you know, we lost half of what was out there. So I'm, I'm assuming he lost some of his family. Mm. So he like he on okay. some other shit. Now, this is 
This was my question. Okay. This is my question. Being a DC guy. Okay. Which you shouldn't be <laughs> at all. Relax. <laughs> DC gets a very bad rap for being too dark. Okay. Yeah, this Avengers trailer was dark as shit. This was probably the darkest I've seen this series go. Like, this was dark. It was. Half the people in Why the world not the same dead. energy? Because because all the criticism for... Now, Christopher Nolan's... Those are hella dark, too, but they were so fucking good. Absolutely. But one of the main criticisms of Batman vs. Superman was that it was too dark. It's too dark. Now this trailer, you would think this was a fucking you would think motherfucking Batman was gonna come out the sky. How dark this fucking trailer was. But, okay, wait. Why do we why is there not the same energy? I don't give it the same energy because of for one, Batman vs. Superman was the first right. of that movie. Right. We are talking about three movies in and half of the world just died. Four has to be dark. Fact. Um, Good fucking morning. I, I think for anybody that's like me, I've, I've been there since day one. I saw the first Iron Man. I've seen them in every Marvel movie in theaters. You know, plus I watched, I read the comic books as a kid. I still I read them. See, Shit, I still I read them. I gotta see both Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, man, you fucking up. Yeah, so I, I've been... the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I need to see the second. I've been, I've been there from the beginning. So for me... As a fan of the movies, I'm looking at it like this is the end. Like I and I, I keep up with the. I don't just watch the movies. I keep up with the news as far as everything that goes along with the Marvel cinematic world or whatever. Yeah. So I know, looking at this trailer, it's dark because we know a lot of these people are not coming back. This is the end. Robert Downey Jr. is done after this. You think so? He's done. Like his his contract. These people like they signed, they signed their contracts to line up to this date. So a lot of these people are not coming back. Robert Downey Jr. The Iron Man. We're not gonna see him no more. Um, I don't think Nick Fury's. I think Samuel L. Jackson's done. I think Chris Evans, who plays uh, Captain America, is done. Like for a lot of these people, this shit is over with. This is the last. This is the last time we're gonna see them in these roles. So it's 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 kind of dark. Not just because y'all killed a bunch of these people in the movie, but we know we're not gonna see these people no more in these roles. Like I don't give a fuck what else he plays in. I I saw I, he was in the uh, the circus shit. Greatest showman on earth, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to put him in. Every time I see Hugh Jackman, that's Wolverine. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. Yeah, Save out of bell, been off the IR for 20, 30 years. That's Zach Morris, nigga. So a lot of these characters, I'm not, I don't care what y'all try to progress to in y'all life, nigga. You gonna be that for me. Yeah. So, so you just typecast him. Absolutely, like, uh, motherfucking Luke James. Man, nigga, I don't give a fuck how that's many push. Fucking, uh, absolutely, you Johnny Gill. I don't give a fuck how many push-ups you do, nigga. Jaleel White, you Urkel, nigga. <laughs> that goat, you can get rid of that goatee and all that other shit and put them suspenders on, nigga. You gonna always be Urkel. So just for me as a fan, like I'm, I'll never be able to let these people go as these roles because it's been a ten year journey. Like I've grown with these with these characters. Yeah. A, a lot of shit for Robert Downey Jr. This was a this was a fucking. A rebirth for his whole yeah, fucking career. Rebirth, yeah. So he been doing his character since what? Oh seven. Oh, like yeah, they start, probably started filming oh seven because the movie came out in oh eight. So you probably started filming oh six, oh six, maybe oh in like oh seven, maybe in oh six. I don't know the timeline, but nigga, this is like your career was done with. You was, you know what I'm saying? Welcome to Walmart. How am I help you, ass nigga? <laughs> 
like Chris Evans, Chris Evans had several different roles before he became a star. Like a lot of yeah. y'all became a lot of y'all became stars through this through this shit. And so I don't know. For me, it's it's an emer- it's an emotional journey that like I'm I'm seeing is gonna come to an end. Okay, you make shit sound so sad. Hey man, this shit, this shit, this shit rough. This shit rough, man. Like this shit rough. Journey that I'm gonna see coming. Yeah, because it's it's not like the comic book. Because you know you can just be like, all right, you can kill a nigga in one episode, give him three months off, and then rewrite the story a different way and bring him back. Like this is the movies. Like we not just gonna accept that shit. So once you kill a nigga on screen, it's a wrap. Boy, you make it sound like a divorce. Like mom, dad's never coming home. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Let's um let's shit. get into the shit, man. Uh. Jacquees says he's the king of R and B in of this generation. Now you know that's a very guys, valuable part. I don't I don't really hold you guys' hip hop opinions too high, but you got you, <laughs> oh, you both you guys are R and B guys. Yes. So y'all giving my man's this title? I'm not giving it to him, but I can't necessarily invalidate it because there's no there's there is no king. The, ding, 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 the, the throne, the throne is vacant. This is this is to me. I was thinking about this is a sword and stone situation. Like there's a there's a crown to be yeah. taken, but nobody nobody has it. it I hate it, to me. This is this is Chris Brown's title to lose, but he don't seem to want it. Chris Brown makes pop music though. That's why. That's why I can't. Yeah. It, it but this was this is for show was when so you see un- didn't understand why everybody kept bringing up Chris when you Brown. see. But this is what was what when I. Used to, it's gonna be all right. <laughs> when I used to come tell on, y'all, come on, <laughs> when I used to tell y'all that there is no music in R and B, like I'm, I'm, I mean, there's no money in R and B. Like I'm so glad this discussion is being had now because you can't really name an artist that sticks to R and B at all. It's they all do poppity pop shits. Um, okay. but like. I appreciate him, you know, coming through with his version of, you know, this was like his version of the Kendrick control, control verse. He just did it in like ten seconds. Hopefully, 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 it's gonna reflect in this next album. Nah, he just he came through and shake. You seen everybody talking and shit. He came through, shake shit up when when, when he didn't name drop, but when Kendrick name dropped and he dropped that verse, nigga, this shook oh, hip hop up for a minute. It absolutely, and did. this was kind of what it did for R and B, like. And I'm not here for participation trophies. Like I don't want to hear your fucking Instagram clips and shit. Like R&B should be really exciting. But the way hip hop was this year, I need that to be for R&B. I hope, man. I hope so. I need I, that. For I, I, I just R&B. need certain niggas to just say, you know what? I don't. I don't deserve to be in this conversation. Jay Holiday. I don't know what the fuck made you <laughs> that, feel like you are you valet. <laughs> hey, hey, that nigga. Hey, but look, <laughs> he was about to get into his shit too. Talk his talk. <laughs> you get him with that? Are you valet? <laughs> that's what. That's where you got that shit from. Yeah. See, I didn't see it. I, oh, I, I, y'all I, didn't I, even watch the video. No. Yeah, he was like, "No, I'm not valet. You can't. You're not valet in a Gucci in a Gucci jacket, baby." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering what that shit yeah. came from. She hit that nigga with, "Are you valet?" This is on Instagram or Twitter. This was Instagram when he made the video. I'm like, "Damn, you ain't even think to redo the video." That's crazy. See, I didn't know. I just heard he. I heard he offered an opinion. Yeah, I've been I hearing like, about it. I never. What the? Why would Jay Holiday feel the need to chime in on this? Like, you definitely don't. You definitely don't deserve an opinion. Like, he's definitely the king over you, nigga. I, I think he did right to say of this generation, and he said 
not speaking on nothing before him. Like he not right. talking about Chris Brown them and all the other names. Right. He said that in the video. So with him saying that, I'm like, yeah, you ain't got nobody to argue with you. Like ain't like to to me, it's other artists that like I like Vidu more than Jacquees. But if when you say stuff like that, yo, yo, what what you get for it has to Re- relate like somebody had brought up uh hold on, let me see hold on hey listen up man this is from one r&b singer to the rest of y'all motherfuckers man listen here and this is some real shit from my heart that shit that bullshit that man said there's three kings of r&b the first one sold 20 million on his first album i'm not valet baby not with a gucci jacket on i'm not valet baby the second king of <laughs> oh my she God. said, "Are you valet?" Um, who yeah. sold twenty million in their first album? Kelly, R. Kelly, only thing I think of. Oh, unknown. Oh, not freaky, know. not freaky guys. He graduated no, from freaky guys. Unknown number. Well, talk your shit, um, bitch. Um, yeah. So, with with, I think with him putting himself in that small time frame, I was like, "Well, you like I I." To me, I can't. I couldn't think of no other artist newer besides uh, Vito, um, probably Sir, uh, BJ Chicago Kid. I don't know. Like, I couldn't really think of Sir artists. better than both of them. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I don't think so, but that's cool. Um, so, and then, like I say, when, when you say stuff like that, to me, only thing they got to match up is. The awards, like if the awards match up to it, you can you can say that. Like when Lil Wayne said, "Okay, I'm the greatest rapper," in in that time, this nigga turned around. His album went sold a million copies in no time. He on top 100 Billboard 77 times with his yeah, music and features. Awards are political though. Oh, awards is where it's at when you say I'm the best. Like you can't really? if if I. Yeah, I think um, if, I was listening to uh, Mayweather can say I'm, I'm the best I was, boxer. I think in I was listening to Joe Budden, got... uh, Joe Budden today, and they said that nigga who has been hotter than Drake in forever. Okay, and Drake, Drake... got three Grammys. Cool, but he like, got. <laughs> I, it, I mean, what I'm saying is who it, got I mean, more Grammys politi- than Drake? In, in, in it's political. Who has more Grammys than Drake, rap wise, within his time frame? Uh, Kendrick, Kendrick got more than three Grammys. Kendrick got more than three Grammys. That don't sound right. Kendrick oh, got the one, don't he? Keep talking. If he do, he he deserved it. So, anyways, when it comes to shit like that, like you can't. If if I'm if I'm Floyd Mayweather and I'm saying I'm the best boxer of all time, but I have fifty wins and zero losses, how can you argue with me? It don't matter if you feel like Sugar Ray could have came in here with me, or this person could have came in here with me. They didn't. And I'm zero. I'm fifty and zero. <laughs> like you can't argue that. That's true. You can say what you want to say. Like I, I can say okay, these people are better singers. They sound better. Uh, okay, fine. I, 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 I hear people argue that Prince is a better, was better than Michael Jackson, but Michael Jackson has sold more music. So Fact who boy. gives a fuck of what you're saying? Fact I don't boy. care about that. Like this, this is this is what I joined this sport for. Nobody joins a sport to not to not get a ring, to not get an award. You don't join the sport. You don't say, okay, I'm gonna I wanna play basketball to say that I play basketball. You don't say I wanna play football to say that I'll play football. 
You say, I want to play football because I want to be a MVP. I want to be the Super Bowl champion. I want to take my – you're not doing it just to say I, I, I was a running back on the Raiders. No. That's a fact. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Ain't nobody speaking on Bo Jackson because he ran for the Raiders. Ain't nobody speaking on – That's a fact. Yeah. So – when you say that, the awards has to match up. So if if, if his awards match point, up, like, then don't nobody, I don't argue it. Like, don't nobody really fuck with the awards anymore. Like, what awards hold? The biggest artists don't fuck with the Grammys at all. Okay, so his so if if and the my, awards are political, you like if I get we've more been st- talking about it all year. They really only give the awards to the people that show up. That's fine. If it's if political. Mm-hmm. If it matches up, it matches up. You can't argue with me if I got it though. Like you can't mm, argue with me if I got it. Yeah, but dude, dude, he gotta have some. There's there's more than one award. If I, maybe if I don't I win a Grammy, but I could have win a Teen Choice Award, a, a BET. I don't know if they hold as much weight as they used to. If if my streams is better than yours, if all this shit is better than yours, I don't give a fuck what you say. Okay, okay. Like everything well, else. So what are the is what, is, what is the point we're getting at right now? That so my point is I just don't know nobody who I can't really argue with him because I can't think of nobody. What is what in is his... what has Jacquees done that even though okay you say he he you have no art there's nothing to argue okay what has he done to give him the self that title? I don't believe he done nothing. So why that's the point? That's like Ti saying I'm the king of the south. Like nigga, I didn't even know who the fuck a Ti was when he said he was king of the south. Okay. Like it to me, it's just a title that motherfuckers get themselves. You know what I'm saying? Now, once your yeah. awards match up, then cool. But I'm not gonna argue with you. Like, all right, cool. Like I said, we, we you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to 2019. Uh, cause you know I'm sick of singers wanting to be rappers. I'm sick of you know these new niggas wanting to be Ty Dolla Sign. And when yeah. this shit broke, like I'm on Twitter, like, and I'm just I'm fucking judging everybody. Why is Todd Dollar Sign even being brought up? Somebody like, it was Ty disgusting. Yeah. Like why? why is Why? Um Yeah, I don't know why. Uh That's crazy. I'm, I'm hoping Tank you- Tank spoke up and said he uh unknown name, Chris Brown and Trey Songs are top five. And <laughs> he based that off of uh I saw, yeah, I saw the values he brought up. Well, he made a good point. He brought that off of uh, shit. Um, what is it? Vocal ability, sales, longevity, consistency, albums, undisputed international presence, uh, a crooner, relevancy, vocal ability. I don't see Trey's songs as a vocal artist. Mm-hmm. I like Trey. I like Trey vocals. Yeah, I don't see Trey. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, Chris Brown puts out pop music. Yeah, to me, to me, Chris Brown name unknown is singing about shots. Uh, Usher. Hasn't had a hit since two th- early two thousand, no, two thousand ten maybe. Is that that he's had one since then? And Tank makes the same music. He's found his niche. And when we was sticks a big, in when there. we was a, was a pretty big record though. For Tank. No, it wasn't a pretty big record. But all his songs sound like when we now. 
when he put out the when he put out what was that album that he put out? Is it uh Savage? No, was Was it some 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 three? Uh, Sex, Love, and Pain. That was the one when when he the the intro was the Jodeci sample. That was my shit. Yeah, and he got a song that was just like when we on there. Yeah, (laughs) he found in this and he He put out an album after Savage. No, it's before Savage. It's before Savage. Sex, Love, and Pain too. That's all I just said. He found his little lane and he stayed in it. Now all of his music sound like that. Um, what about Joe? What no. about Joe? No, no, music? No. He just put an album out last year. Oh, was it this year? Did you just do it? Music, oh, Joe? Absolutely, and it was amazing. It was a Joe. double disc. Oh, Joe. Joe, Joe put out out a couple years ago. It was all right. But I. I He's saying his generation. All them niggas is in a whole nother generation. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm like coming. When, when we talking, we've already just, it's, it's nobody. Yeah, there's nobody there. Yeah, now I'm talking overall. He's not fighting with nobody. Okay, now who's the best of all time? If you're talking about all time, a lot of them niggas you just named, they, they ain't got to come out the conversation. Yeah, now I'm talking all time. Now, who are y'all? Shit. Luther. Okay. Y'all keep trying to put Mike in his pop box. I'm I not can't. putting Mike. I can't do Mike. Mike was a pop artist to me. Invincible was a pop album. The King of Pop. His name is the King of Pop. He's the King of Pop. Invincible was a pop album to you. He's the the only album that probably wasn't as pop-ish because it was like a New Jack Swing. New Jack Swing album was dangerous. Invincible was a pop album to you. Absolutely. He, don't Invincible get me wrong. Invincible was not a pop album. Come on, man. Invincible? Invincible was Invincible has some pop records on it. Now, don't. Nigga, You mm. Rock My World was a pop record. Butterflies was not a pop record. That's the Marsha Ambrosia joint. Look. Neo wrote on that. Look. One. Michael, Michael is great at ballads. On every one of his albums, he has. Michael is pop, so he I'm, not has, even, I'm not even putting him in there. every one of his albums, he has. One or two amazing fucking ballads. On Invincible, it was Heaven Can Wait and Break of Dawn. Like, he gives you ballads, but the overall album is pop. I think, uh, I don't know about that. The the whole Thriller album was um, motherfucking pop besides pop. Lady in My are, Life. He's a king of pop, Spence. You already said that. We don't even have to speak on that. The nigga, he 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 know he calls himself the king of pop. That's out. Yeah, you can't, can't even do, say that no more. I can't, I can't do. He Mike. calls himself the king of pop. If we was talking overall overall artists, then I'd be like, yeah, but R and B, nah. Okay. Well, that hurts my feelings. I just want you guys to know that. <laughs> so we taking Mike out. Okay. I mean, Mike took himself out. I gotta go. Luther gotta be my number one. Okay. Uh, God. I, as much as it pains me to say, you can't you can't say what got to throw freaky cuz on the list. Got, got to. Okay. Shit, you talking about consistency and, and overall? I think Usher got to go on the list. Mm. Even though his last couple has been eh. <laughs> I think confession is uh, confessions and maybe. Well, no, Confessions A seven A seven O one. Confessions was the end of it. My way, last one. My way. You didn't like the one after that? Confessions was the end. My way. Confessions and A seven O one. But Confessions, I think that album drives that conversation a little too far out there. I like. I like. See, I like the first one though. I like the first Usher, fifteen year old Usher. That's me though. Uh, That's my way. Every no, it's it's the think of you. We think of you. Uh Yes. Bingo. Uh, Okay. 
Shit, it's them three. Uh, see, I I can't, I can't, I I never could get into Stevie, so I can't listen to Stevie. Oh, I can't. Now. I can't. I can't throw Stevie on it because I can't. Oh, I never listen to him. Tripping. Okay. I never got into Stevie, so um. Shit, them for me for my own personal ears, it gotta be them three. Okay. Okay. Um. I got Kales. I don't care what you call them. <laughs> <laughs> Unknown number. Um, music soul child is there for me. I'm there. Ooh. And I don't want to say Usher, man. I don't mm. want to say Usher. And I like Usher. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who my third would be. Uh, I have a few. Okay, it's all subjective, but I have a few. One name I propose, and I think it was only one other person I seen say this name, uh, Ron Isley, the Ozzy Brothers. Um, did he make his best music as a, as an individual? Or did he make his best music as a part of a collective? A little bit of both. And Charles Wilson. I've never. Um, Isley is one of the few artists to uh, release hit songs in six different decades. 50, 60, 70, 80s, 90s, and 2000. Part of a group, then solo album. He had the Mr. Biggs. Which got a big boost from who? I don't know. The man who wrote <laughs> it? Uh, um, you said Luther. You, um, I had Stevie on there. Smokey Robinson will be another one. I didn't listen to this um, I listened to The him. way he did note Motown. The, the writing he did for Motown. I Babyface, my fault. Babyface, yeah, my fault. Uh, you put Babyface as one of the kings. Yes. Yeah, I, no, I don't think I put him up there. What? Uh, for his for his music or his writing ability? Yeah. Like, are we talking? Because these yeah, are two, these sound like two different conversations. Yes, yeah, all of that. Um, Babyface only has three or four great songs. Nah, I fuck with Babyface. Ba- Babyface is an individual artist. Only has three or four great songs. Listen, I don't care what y'all say. Go ahead, finish your thing. <laughs> and then my personal, you know, a piece of the guy. My personal. This is all subjective. My personal is Donny Hathaway. And the reason I put him up there is because he gave you so much with so little time. Uh so he you know, he gave you the soulful political record political records, the heartbreak records, the you know, love, all that. Um I think uh, you know, had depression not taking my guy out, he might be the best. Okay. You said it's subjective. <laughs> and he's best he he definitely one of the top five singers ever. Yeah, absolutely. I still would think what would make him jump out of a roof though. Hey, shit, not my business. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know. Shout peace out to the peace um, of the God though. Yeah, man. Uh, okay, yeah. So we'll see. Maybe we have we re- revisit this next next year. Hopefully some hopefully shit. Hopefully it's a better conversation. Hopefully niggas are, yeah, hopefully niggas will respond the same way they responded to Control. Because when Control yeah. came out, niggas was like, oh, we're going to give you these verses. Absolutely. Um, okay, Kevin Hart. Uh, you know, American's favorite token Negro has been brought all the way back down to earth. Absolutely. Uh, I don't, he hasn't been having a good month or so anyways um, and recently bowed out of hosting the Oscars. I was telling y'all before I stayed away from this because I, you know, I'm just I'm looking at him just get toasted. Um, you know, like I said, first it was because of the the birthday party. 
the uh, the Cowboys and Indians birthday party, which <laughs> you had to know that you was gonna get killed for that. You Facts. had to know. You had. I don't give a fuck how peaceful you fucking try to put on cowboys and Indians, yeah. and then you go on the radio and try to compare it to watching the Cowboys and Redskins on football. That's where you fucked up. That's like where the fuck up is. Leave that whole subject alone. <laughs> we know that's volatile. Um. But um, you know, Nick Cannon has been getting a little heat for taking up for him. He exposed some old tweets from a few white women who also used gay slurs. Fact. Amy, uh, Amy Schumer. Yeah, and uh, Sarah Chelsea, Silverman, and and Chelsea Handler, I believe. Uh, Sarah, well, Sarah Silverman, who did she say it was just interesting? Like the she say, you know, she cringes at material she did ten years ago. Just interesting how like. They allowed her to flip basically what he's doing. Like mm. she's saying it is all good. Yeah. With him, it's like Yeah, we, we cancel you Because you're a white woman in America. Um Yeah, so uh, you know. Nick Cannon, you know, he might have gained some steam, you know, had he outed out some white women some white men. But white women? Nah. Like, you know, white women have lots of power and influence out here. Don't be confused to think, you know, because white women out here acting like they're not privileged because of sexism and economics compared to their male counterparts, that they won't flex the the power that they do have in ways yeah. unknown. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I go on and on about that, but he wasn't getting nowhere blasting white women. It's, it's as simple you're as not, that. You're not going to. They, they're not going. <laughs> Boy, let me shut up. Man, shout no. out to Nick for trying though, man. But you know, I, I started looking at, a, at at responses from the you know the LBGTQ community, and I ran across a gay male that said, uh, which is int- I, 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 these comments right here like made it interesting, and I, and I posted it on. It was after I read these that I posted that on 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 Twitter. No one would you know kind of stay away from it. Right. So the, the 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 male he's gay. Okay. He said. Um, in response to the the white women's comments. Okay. Okay. He said, the thing is, a lot of gay guys don't take offense to these comments because we didn't feel the violence or malicious intent behind it because we knew they were jokes, because we knew these people were LGBT allies. That, to me, was the issue because the question I have is, well, are gay jokes only seen as homophobic when the person making the joke is not seen as an ally to that community. If an ally mm. says if an ally says the same thing as Kevin Hart, is it still seen as a joke or is it homophobic? Because now we're it, it now it's subjective. Yeah. Very very subjective. That's crazy. I, I don't know. And now you're putting a black eye on like cancel culture. Like now you're picking and choosing. Absolutely are. Now you're picking and choosing who you want to kind of like out and who you don't. I think with them it's like uh white women can can say what they please. But so but, but way and now people can say nigga. And that was why I was saying with Sarah Silverman, it was interesting cuz she's basically saying the same thing Kevin Hart is saying. Right. She's saying the same like I cringe at shit I wrote 10 years ago and 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 I have and you know 
I had to, I'm not running away from it, but I'm, you know, it forced me to change my way of thinking, change my way of acting. And it's like, damn, well, he said the same shit, but. Yeah. But he uh, not, he not, a, I, I think it's, I, I think male. with the gay dude saying, like, <laughs> can I not call him a gay dude? Nah, you, it's your, it's, it's your world. Ain't he gay? The way you said it just made me laugh. I don't know oh. what you say. Oh, okay. Um, it's similar to us, us accepting Spanish people to say nigga. Like, mm, no, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, with him um, saying allies, that's what, that's what it sounded like to me. It's like, oh yeah, the black people let the Spanish people. say I think nigga. when when you say allies, because okay, so then he he then said, he then said, I can't say the same for Kevin Hart. I can't find a history of helping at-risk LGBT youth. To be honest, his tweets and his stand-up gig saying he'd do anything not to have a gay son made me bristle. It felt malicious. Again. He said that? Yeah, he did. Again. But you got these white women saying, dropping just F-bombs like, but because you see you see them as an ally, it's all good. But it's still, they're all comedians. Man, it. And that to me is where you could kind of, you can circle a red dot around and start criticizing some shit. Yeah, but I mean, it's I don't know. It's it's it seems like it's it's hard to put a finger on because we saw Roseanne Barr, and they they let her ass have it. Yeah, that was a little different though. She was she was wilding out. When when I read the when I read the um, I don't, it don't seem like Kevin Hart was cracking the jokes. Like he was really mad in them tweets. But he was talking no, to his people. He was talking to his people, though. I heard, um, you know, Kel was telling me like Twitter back then was wild. Niggas was saying some but outrageous he, he shit. It was, but like Kevin Hart wasn't just calling people fags. He was talking to the. He was tweeting his homeboys. Like I looked at the at the handles of the people that was in the tweets. And like, yeah. oh, he's talking to Wayne. He's talking to the niggas who we always hear him oh, okay. reference on this. As his people, yeah, I call these niggas fags all the time. And on, on the yeah, he, he's like he's he's tweeting these he's tweeting these tweets at his partners at his at the plastic at the plastic cup boys. So like, and we yeah. just kind of had something like like when we came in here, uh, me and Spencer speaking on him being off of uh, Facebook, and I I asked him what did you say, you know, the f word, like did you say fag? No, nah. and he was like nah, because I remember Facebook kicking me off for saying it, and I was like, well, I didn't say it, like I wasn't speaking to a gay person when I said it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I was. How did y'all? Turn that into like a prostitute pimping term. What? Why you say y'all? I, no, I'm just saying. How did they turn that into a a prostitute pimping term? Fagging off. They call it fagging off. Uh, uh, well, I'm from the square life, can you explain that to me, brother? Because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, that, what is fagging off? Fagging off is doing any anything outside the game, basically. Like, it's a female going to do fuck with another yeah, nigga squares, on uh, the low. You know, like she ain't paid this nigga, but she went and gave this nigga some pussy. We squares, dog. Uh, Don't even try to think about you it. You went and did this, so you you fagging <laughs> off. And females say it about the nigga too, like, oh, you was fagging off with that bitch. Yeah, man. Like, all oh, that went over my head. But it's, okay. <laughs> but it's, it's not. It, it's for sure not you. Hey, that nigga, that nigga rapping some uh, rock him shit right now. Yeah, yeah, his pinky decipher that shit. His pinky, his pinky, his pinky nail definitely just grew half an inch now. I don't know, man. You know, like I said, they they say Twitter used to be wilding out back then. 
it sucks that I decided to join. You know, it, it's all hypersensitive. I for sure keep now, hearing man. that. Even when the dude, uh, ain't that about a bitch? The dude, uh, Val, whatever his name is from TMZ, when he did the 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 podcast with the white dude, the white dude was saying he's like no, nah, he was wild. <laughs> but he had been wilding for a minute on Twitter, like. He had said he had been saying shit they like that he on was, Twitter. He was wilding out uh, the other day. He always wilding, but he 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 said at first when he first got on Twitter. Twitter was such a small it was so it was such a small platform that that's how he just talked to his friends. Like him and his yeah. friends had this conversation on Twitter, like regular, like that's that was the, and that was the Kevin that Hart was low shit. key that yeah. was low key. They but like they um, text. But you know, like I said, we all know you know every so when it comes to social media, man, everything is documented, and it's just wild, like. Everybody wants you to grow on social media, but they won't let you. How does that work? I don't know. I think they're going to let you grow depending on who you are. Shit. Look at Kevin Hart. They'll let you get as far, and then they'll be like, uh... Let me let me go back to your shit real quick. But the same as, like, speaking on Kevin Hart, and then you speak on the white women that did it, and, you know, you accepting what they saying. I'm quite sure if they would have pointed out a a, a um, white person, like a white they man, say it only costs probably would've been the same shit. They say it's a, something you pay, man. Just go ahead and delete all your shit, man. I think, I think like DL, what DL Hughley has said, um, like we we mad at a comedian for making a joke. Like DL Hughley had made it, like that's that's we comedians. That's what we supposed to do. Yeah, but then you like that's what we you do. Can't call like a transsexual a pussy though. Like, I mean, look, I <laughs> I get it, I yeah, get. It. I know that we in a super yeah. sensitive world and. You can't do yeah, all of you, that. Yeah, um, you you know everyone is super moral. I for sure don't agree. I like I don't ag- I don't agree with it. Like on um, just out just flat out just like nah. I I don't agree with it. But like he said, okay, I said that and that's yeah. a wrap. Like I was talking. I feel like it, I I feel like a white person saying I was in the circle of my friends. I was saying niggas with my homeboys. Like you get your get your ass knocked out. I get it. Um, like I said, you know. Everyone is super moral and got all the answers on social media. Now with the tweets themselves, whether he was joking or not, no one cares. Like he said it in the LBGT community, getting him the fuck out of here. Agree or not, that's what it is. You know, in my reality, I haven't come. You know, I haven't come across many gay people. I'll Tay was like the first. I've been around hello. Um. But I didn't understand like the great divide between black, gay, and straight people until Twitter, and it's like damn near crippling. Like especially on Twitter, it's like definitely it's like a us versus them type of situation. Uh, No problem with you. And and I just don't understand why. Because every time I hear them speak on it, they speak on it in the terms of our black history, and the n-word and their history and the f-word like they speak on it like it's nah, compatible it, it, every time i hear it yeah every time i didn't heard it around like that's friends true. or family like my my gay cousins like that's how they speak on it yeah and i'll be like oh okay um <laughs> shit uh before we get up out of here uh in a sympathy you know sympathy decision and because of money it brought in black panther is nominated for three golden globes nah, don't do that to, don't do that to the great wakandans bro it was uh, like I'm with all the surface shit. I'm with all this, the imagery, but as a movie, no. Come on, man. Best picture. Come mm-hmm. on, man. That's huge. Like, um, I'll, a, I feel you. A, 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 a black film by a black director by a black superheroes getting best film. 
Come on, man. I need you to just for the culture. Like I said, like the, the imagery, I feel you. Um, and best uh, and when uh, all the stars was nominated too. Best song. This isn't uh. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Uh, what? Yeah. Um, I told you he don't fuck with black movies. This nigga. <laughs> all I watch is black movies. Uh, are y'all impressed with the new uh, Sonic the Hedgehog joint? That shit look like trash. <laughs> even before, I, even before I saw that picture today, I was like, this don't move me at all. I said, I said, uh, what I posted it, what I posted it in group chat, I said, uh, I'm going to exercise extreme patience. It was on because now you though. fucking with my childhood. Like it was on Netflix, the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon was like one of the greatest cartoons ever to me. I had it on Sega. Like I hold, I definitely don't know about Sonic the Sonic Hedgehog cartoon was uh, the greatest cartoon. One of them ever to me. It was one of them. <laughs> one of them like top I five. With, I low key fucked with the cartoon, but I don't know if I'm gonna yeah, take you it. You stretching far. it. You doing too much now. I got top five cartoons. Man. Cartoons. Off the dome, not movies either. Off the dome, Sonic, Batman, okay, Gargoyles, uh, okay, Pokemon, (laughs) Batman, Gargoyles, Pokemon, The Mask, the cartoon, yep, Jesus, go and uh. I probably have to put Sonic up there. Jesus, I feel bad for your childhood. No, no tailspin, my nigga. Nigga, no tailspin, nigga. I ain't tailspin. Darkwing Duck. Come oh, on, talk to him, Richie. Talk to him, Richie. Talk to him, Richie. I'm, I'm trying. This nigga said one of the time. Oh. Nigga, did you not watch the X Men? Did you not watch the Ninja Turtles? Damn, I forgot about X Men. I forgot. Oh, about the Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Come on. Man. I like the I like the, the 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 movie better than the cartoons though. Ninja Turtles. The first the first Ninja Turtles was nice. The the, the movie. The or movie. The, you ain't like the first Ninja Turtles cartoon. You talking about the Go Ninja Go Ninja Go? That was that was uh, a that was the second one. Okay. You ain't like the first Ninja Turtles cartoon. Yeah, but the car, the the movie stood out more to me. I like the Ninja Turtle cartoon. I for sure got Darkwing Duck. I forgot about Darkwing Duck. I like the I like Gargoyles. Gargoyles, I don't need. I, I fuck with Pokemon. Uh, any nigga that wasn't fucking if if Pokemon ain't in your top five, I ain't fuck. I I, I, I not, I'm judging it's, you. It's for sure not mine. I gotta judge you, dog. Recess was my shit. Animaniacs? That was nah. later. Animaniacs. I hated Animaniacs. What? I couldn't fucking stand it. And when they when the WB thing came on and they was playing in the little I because when ugh. Come on, man. I, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I got animaniacs. Thundercats? No? None of that? No, nah, nah, now you going way. I ain't fucking no Thundercats. <laughs> you going way. G.I. Joe, you ain't do G.I. Joe either? Rambo? You going to be in a whole other era. You never seen a Rambo cartoon? Rambo cartoons. You're in a whole nother era now. From the 80s, baby. Yeah, I can tell. I ain't got none of them. Rambo. I'm late 80s. Rambo Rambo got a cartoon? Rambo had a cartoon. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I never seen it. Bobby's World? Like, me and them. Bobby's World's my shit. Sonic Jump Over All of them? I don't remember Bobby's World. What about the All Stars? I don't know what the fuck that is. With Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and Bo uh, Jackson? Before my time. Yeah, that's out. That's out. All right, all right, okay. I'll take the All Stars out. 
<laughs> Sonic Top Five. That's yeah. I don't. Bobby's World was before my time. Hey, what was the one that um when uh Tone Log was like the was the baby or some shit? Was he the baby? That was Baby's Kids. No, uh-uh. it was a cartoon. Baby's Kids was a cartoon. No, no Baby's Kids was a movie though. He had a cartoon too. No, he no. talking about something else. I know. I know what he's talking about. Fuck! What was that? Tone Log. He had a. Sea Bear and Jamal. Bear and Jamal. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. What about the MC Hammer cartoon? Did you watch the MC oh Hammer cartoon? Oh, my God. Hey, with that note, um, come on, let's wrap this shit up. MC Hammer. Don't disrespect the God. Damn, this is some shit to like. Hey, we was talking about the king of R&B, and since ain't nobody this, else there. How did this nigga get so far without knowing how to sing? <laughs> How did this nigga This nigga talk I wanna see you This nigga talk so much shit I wanna see you <laughs> We ain't even talk about that shit either I, I shit. wanna get to know you God, I need I need, <laughs> I need Aaron Hall to put his microphone down It's, it's over Aaron Hall sounded bad at the Apollo. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched that shit He sounded Blackstreet sounded good, man Aaron Hall sounded like shit I didn't know uh, who that was. I'm like, who, who just keep yelling? Who yeah. just keep yelling? I had to really look. Like, oh, that's Aaron Hall. Hey, KC, KC dropping a new album. Y'all checking it out? Nah. Y'all ain't gonna hear it? Y'all ain't nah. with it? By himself? By himself. Solo. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no parts of that. All right, y'all. Well, this is uh, this concludes another episode. This is you guys, Spence. Man, Young Al Bundy, a.k.a. Positive Pete, a.k.a. Young Chris Stokes. Do you know what he did? Nah, what he do? He better be out here giving us a bad name. Do you know what he did? Yeah, man, it's skinny. I already gave y'all my information. Yeah, man. I know where to find me at. You, guys, Spitz, you can follow me at Just Call Me Spitz. Uh, follow the podcast page on IG at Views from the Seven on Instagram. Wait, the IG is Instagram. Huh? Yeah, and you can follow the, on seven. Twitter at Jesus Views Christ. from the Seven and Facebook at Views from the Seven. Hey, free me. Free. We who? up out of here. Oh, free me. <laughs>